There are two types of Star Wars fans. One is a clown. The other one is also a clown. We are all clowns. Welcome to the special edition Rise of Skywalker episode of Why Haven't You Watched That? We've been gone for a couple of months because we kind of both got busy and the holidays and everything are just, it's hard to record. Um, I've had some pretty shit health that I've been dealing with. (laughs) So uh, not having another thing on top of it, even if this thing is fun, has helped me a little bit. But now we're back and we're going to have some changes in the new year. And the, the first episode we're coming back with is... Star Wars, because yeah. we wanted to do a Star Wars episode when The Last Jedi came out, and we didn't, so we're doing one this time. Yeah, it's our podcast, and we can do whatever we want, basically. Yeah. So, from now on, we're not gonna stick solely to just movies, either of us haven't seen if we don't want to. Like, if there's a movie we want to do an episode about, and both of us have seen it, we're just gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a free-for-all Screw it in 2020. <laughs> yeah, we do what we want because the world is ending anyways. Yes. Maybe we'll do like a segment on like, why haven't you, dear audience, yeah, watched this? Like, how um, fucking dare you? <laughs> yeah. But- so, <laughs> we've uh, we've both seen The Rise of Skywalker now. I saw it this weekend, um, last Saturday. I saw it in the morning. And a couple hours after we came home, I ended up with food poisoning and it was projectile vomiting for hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Palpatine gave you food poisoning, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it was inherited from from him. Because Just like Force Lightning apparently is. Yeah. Because... <laughs> All right. Get this out of the way. I did like the movie. Doesn't yeah. mean I don't have criticisms. One of which is the bloodline stuff is dumb. Oh yeah, it's super dumb. <laughs> um, I I would like to also say that I did like it. Um, and again, like just kind of giving some background on me and Star Wars. I have the first movie that I remember seeing in a theater was the re-release of Star Wars. I was terrified of Darth Vader the entire time, and then as soon as we got out, I wanted to see the next one. Aww. And I was like four or five years old. Ah. Um, so my parents, like, raised me, like, I've just always known what Star Wars is, and I've always liked it, um, and when the prequels came out, I liked those, (laughs) like, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) um, I did, I, Attack of the Clones was my favorite because I am very, um, I just am really bi for, for Hayden and Natalie, (laughs) I really liked that part of it. The the Obi-Wan stuff and the clone stuff, I still am so bored by that when I watch that movie. <laughs> Even though that's like the actual plot. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, the the fir- like uh, my first introduction to Star Wars was the prequels when they were in the theaters. Yeah. I didn't watch the original trilogy for an extremely long time after that. Really? Yeah, I don't really know why. I guess because like I felt like I knew what the story was already because it was just like so much of a part of a pop culture. Yeah. And we, and we didn't own the movies either. So I feel like that's a big part of the reason why a lot of people haven't seen Star Wars is because like it's just like everyone knows it, so they feel like they don't really have to. Um which whatever, I mean, that's valid, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But um so when Revenge of the Sith came out, I didn't really like that one. 
That was the and only one I I had really liked. I was like, oh, that was the only good one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I fully recognize. I fully recognize that it's like uh, considered the best one of the prequels. But I, I mean, I still don't really like it when I watch it. But at the time when I saw it, it was just a really bad summer for me, and Aww. I kind of connected that. Like, I think I've talked about this before. I've kind of connected like that bad summer and that like bad time in my life. It was kind of like when the depression and like the puberty and all that kind of stuff kicked off. Um, so I, I connected that movie to, to it and I didn't really want to watch it. I think still like I've seen all of the other ones so many times and I think I've only seen that one maybe like four times total and I definitely haven't paid attention to it every one of those times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, I liked The Force Awakens when it came out. I got re-obsessed with Star Wars when that happens I really liked The Last Jedi when it came out even though like there are some things about the sequel trilogy like from the first one and from the second one that I'm like oh I kind of wish they would have done something different like there's a, a bunch of little criticisms that I've had um about that and then I've been going through like a really rough patch with my mental health in the past two years and kind of like looking forward to this movie whether or not it was good or bad, like, it didn't matter. I was like, I have to make it to, like, I have to make it to see this movie. So it was, like, this, like, light for me to, like, a goal for me. Not to get, like, super, you know, like, sappy and, like, scary on the podcast. But I'm just, like, really glad that I got to see this like I was alive for it, basically. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've all we've all had stuff like that. Like even if it seems like really dumb or stupid to like, oh, I mean, I gotta stick around to see for me, me for instance. I gotta see a, a season four Sherlock. And <laughs> <laughs> luckily, I was in a much better mental health state by the time that season aired. But yeah. um, but uh, but yeah, it, it just anything that keeps you going, and at least Star Wars is good. <laughs> yeah, and so like when we when we saw it. I was, so the first, like, half an hour, so, also, let me just say, going into it, I was expecting all of the dumb shit. I did not trust JJ, I don't trust that man, (laughs) there's just, I've never really liked any of the stuff that he's done, like, I never watched Alias, I didn't really care for when, like, the Heroes cast was, like, doing stuff with, like, everything was, like, slusho, and, you know, like, because that's his thing. Oh, yeah, I remember um, that. Like, he has all those little, like, quirky things that I just feel like I don't give a shit about. Um, I don't care about the first Cloverfield movie. The second one was good, but, you know, I just, I, I've never really cared about him except for the first Star Trek was okay, I guess, and then I liked The Force Awakens. Um, but that all being said, like, I fully expected the dumb shit because there was all kinds of interviews and stuff like that that were like oh well like my good friend JJ said that Ray has actually a different uh story background than than what Ryan Johnson said or or whatever and you know like all of all of JJ's good friends have so much to say about what he was actually doing with the movie and then they gave him the movie because they were like Colin Trevorrow um (laughs) Jurassic World was a kind of like you made a lot of money because you had to but like Jurassic World fucking sucks. I hate that movie. <laughs> um, and then he made that Book of Henry movie, and they were like, bye, goodbye. We A, a smart move. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, you know who should be JJ's writing partner on this? The guy that fucking wrote Batman v Superman and Justice League? <laughs> like, two of the most highly 
criticized works in all of the DC movie universe. I don't... This is what I don't understand. Men get away with so much fucking shit. They just fail upward. (laughs) They do. They really do. They'll write the shittiest movies. They can still get jobs somehow. Meanwhile, a woman writes something that's really good but doesn't do like super well at the box office and she can never find work ever again. It's insane. Or even if a woman has something that bombs, like she just doesn't get another chance. Yeah. You know? Where like... like, Whereas like a guy made one music video and he gets a fucking (laughs) giant movie. Yeah. Ugh. And every it's so funny to me too that everyone says the same kind of shit about Ryan Johnson when like they're like oh he's a hack he nope. he was like a no name and he literally had already done Brick he'd done Looper with Br- fucking Bruce Willis um, he had done The Brothers Bloom which I love that movie I didn't even realize that was him for the longest time oh that was him um, too. Yeah, the Brothers Bloom. Yeah, we, we stand Ryan Johnson in this house. Yeah, we fucking do. Like, uh, he also directed some of the most highly regarded, like two or three of the most highly regarded episodes of Breaking Bad, including Ozzy Mandias. Yeah, one of the best episodes of television of all time. So. Which I have not seen any Breaking. Oh, I've seen the uh, some of Breaking Bad, but I haven't well, seen those episodes. Take my word for it. It is. <laughs> yeah, like I I know that it's like it's in my top like five. A, it's a tight show, pretty much. You know. Yeah. Um. And then now Knives Out, which was fantastic. Oh, so good. Out. Yeah, after Knives Out especially, I'm like, I'm dedicated to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I love him now. <laughs> and I know that there are like criticisms of him because in The Last Jedi, a lot of people felt like Poe was kind of reduced to some sort of stereotype and Finn was cut out of it too much. And I like, I, I see those criticisms and like, I totally understand. And I, I think that that's there. I don't think it was a conscious effort for a lot of it. I, no. I I also know that he's said about a lot of the deleted scenes that Finn was in that that story purpose was served elsewhere. But I think that it says a lot that he even like wrote and filmed those scenes in the first place and didn't really want to get rid of them. Yeah, and that's like I mean that's really the only defense that I can provide for it. Like also- there's still there's still racist shit that's been happening with Star Wars from the beginning of Star Wars. So, like, I'm not trying to defend that because that's totally there. I just want to get yeah. that out of well, the way. Well, you can like something and still criticize it. Including yeah. Including the, the, the thing with that JJ is I watched both uh, Force Awakens and The Last Jedi right before I saw the movie while I was sick. Mm-hmm. And they are totally different. And I can yeah. say that, like, JJ, he is very good at making the Star Wars movies very fun. Yes. Which is something like, the last Jedi I like The Last Jedi. It was not It's fun. not as fun. It's like not in the same fun. way. It's no. not, no. Um The Force Awakens does it it reintroduces you. It's like Star Wars can work again, it can be good again, it can be fun again. It's basically a new hope. This stuff that like everybody's said, you know, a yeah. million times. Um I don't like that JJ split up Han and Leia, because yeah. that was his choice. Um, and apparently I just learned that a lot of the deleted scenes and deleted footage from The Force Awakens that they used in this movie actually came because she was originally supposed to be in the first hour of The Force Awakens more heavily and it was supposed to keep cutting back to her at the base, but he was like, oh, the first time we see her should be the first time Han sees her. And I was listening to the Blank Checks podcast and they were saying basically it makes it, um, something to excite Han instead of something to serve her character. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say it does have more of an emotional impact in that moment that way, 
But that does suck character-wise to do yeah. that to her. And I think that it could have still had just as much emotional impact because it is still, like, the characters seeing each other for the first time. Yeah. Um, even if we had seen her for longer in the movie, like, I, I think that it still would have worked. And also, like, he could have just not had them split up. Like, that that's a... Well, I think... That's a thing. Well, I <laughs> but think... there's a lot of what what ifs. There's a lot, there's a lot of could-haves in the sequel trilogy that I think is where a lot of people get hung up on. And I just like Star Wars. So I'm like, <laughs> yes, these things could have been different, but this is how they are. And this is, like, I like how they are for the most part. Like, that's the reason why we have fan fiction and stuff like that, because it then is. you can make it however you want. It is kind of a bummer that it's very clear that they didn't have an overarching arc for the trilogy from the beginning. They never planned anything out. They were like, we just acquired Lucasfilm for four billion fucking dollars. We want to make new Star Wars movies. We apparently have literally no idea where to start, even though there was the entire extended universe and they decided to throw that out, only pick specific things out of it for their own canon and for their um, fidelity of the the brand, basically. So I mean... The original trilogy, they kind of didn't really have a much of a plan either. No, I mean, obviously, <laughs> because the siblings make out. Like, there's, yeah. you know, everyone's like, oh, George Lucas is a mastermind, and he had... He wasn't. He He's a good storyteller. He knew what story he wanted to tell, I think, from, like, a grand setting once he got to the second movies. Because the first movie was, I think, just supposed to be the first movie originally. Because it, you know, it wraps up very cleanly at the end of the first of, of a yeah. new hope yeah it does um, work as a standalone film yeah new hope. and it was fucking saved by his wife marcia who did the <laughs> editing and from like some you know groundbreaking special effects that became available to them during post basically and because she wasn't doing that for him and he wanted full creative control in the prequels um, cause they are divorced too. I don't actually know when that happened, but, um, that's why the prequels, you know, are regarded as such a mess and there's a lot of like weird alien racial stereotypes and shit in there, which she wasn't when you're there a to, kid, like, rain in, basically. yeah, when you're a kid and you watch the prequels, you do not realize those things at all. And no. like so many of it, those things had to be like pointed out to me cause I hadn't seen them in a while. And then when I watched them, I was like, oh shit. All right. And then, yeah. you know, like then you realize other things. <laughs> yeah that you'd you'd missed yeah um and you're like well that's kind of a bummer but you know I, I, I've seen a lot of people saying like oh I wish kind of that we had gotten to see George's sequel trilogy and it's like it's like watch the prequels no, man <laughs> watch the prequels like it would have been just as much of a mess as this unless I, Disney had reined him in so exact, hard and I was given just about him to say that but they obviously really gave him like handlers basically <laughs> yeah but obviously they didn't do that with with what we got yeah, so I don't think it would have been any different unless it was just like, okay, well, you fucked up the prequels, so we're going to handle you differently. But it seems like they gave this to like the two directors and they were like, do whatever you want. Supposedly, Ryan Johnson got to The Last Jedi and they were like, do whatever you want. So he took parts of what J.J. had kind of like specked out and threw a lot of it away and kept a lot of it or whatever, you know. And then he he did his own thing. He, he had his own agenda and I can see also the criticism with that second movie of like 
it was a little bit too slow. It kind of didn't do as much of the work as a middle movie maybe could have done to set up this finale. But I think that is also a matter of perspective because there are so many things just pulled out of JJ's ass in this one that <laughs> never needed to be a thing. Like it was never something that needed to be answered. Um, not questions that anyone actually had. Like, you know what a question that I have what? is from The Force Awakens? How did Maz get the lightsaber? Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter, but But that's she's something... like, that's a question for another time, and then the exactly. another time never comes. <laughs> exactly. He does a lot of that. Characters say, oh, it's for another time, or I'll tell you yeah. later. As soon as fucking Rey said, I'll tell you later to Leia, I was like, son of a bitch, they're killing her. And they said they weren't going to, and they're fucking going to, and I, I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> as soon as they said that it was just like I mean, are you kidding me it does kind of like go because all all the original trio have died now yeah then. but like so it, it fits thematically at least but like we'll, we'll, it we'll still get, sucks we'll get there in a, in a second in a second but like again like there there are questions that like while we didn't specifically really need an answer to them i would have rather had the answer to them from that movie than just have new questions that like i don't care about be raised you know in this one yeah um and, and just the whole beginning of this was just so frantic rapid <laughs> because it was basically it the way this movie really suffers is trying to pretend the last jedi didn't happen for the yeah, most part basically. and trying to be like oh by the way here are these new things we're gonna throw at you all at once because we wanted them in the second movie but some fucking idiot made a different movie than we yeah. wanted to make and we're gonna move it it's like and so also, why didn't they just keep him on for the whole trilogy i just i don't understand that it doesn't I guess. make sense and then yeah. what they did to rose fucking sucked yeah, like she. And I can understand them wanting to have like what their idea the uh, the trio should have been on like the mission together, which I did enjoy. I thought those three had great chemistry. Oh yeah, I but liked they could have given her something to do. They gave her nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing. And there's like a a couple a, a tiered response to that. One being that at celebration, uh, Kelly Marie Tran was like, "I'm so excited. Me and Daisy have." scenes together and we actually get to, to work together and that was so fun and there was like promotional images of them together that was like the only thing we saw of Rose forever was that promotional image of them together and um, I think that Daisy also said that she liked working with her and like Ray doesn't get to fucking talk to women in these movies she so really that doesn't. would have been super nice if that would have actually happened and that just apparently got cut and then also supposedly um a lot of her scenes were with Leia and they just didn't work because the Leia stuff really didn't work <laughs> in general. <laughs> yeah. um, so supposedly the, that's another reason why they got caught. But then we have JJ's little friend, Mr. Hobbit boy, that fucking won a bet to get the role. Like oh won a God. bet of, of like the world cup or something with jj and so he he gave him this role and he has i'm pretty sure more speaking lines than rose and even if not all of his speaking lines should have gone to rose because he was just doing what rose would have been doing it's like so stupid and she also could have been doing so much more like she could have been like helping ray to set up a training course that could have been like a, a thing that they were talking about like oh yeah i like tweaked the robot for your training course so that it like is it malfunctioning or whatever you know, like, 
that could have been a discussion because she like is good with tech stuff right like yeah. that's that's a whole thing with her and we we got so much of her which okay also apparently her screen time in the last jedi was only like 10 and a half minutes and an ensemble <laughs> cast like that's kind of i think like not super unheard of but the fact that so many little pissed ants were just so pissed off about her being in the movie and saying like oh she's such a bad character and blah blah, blah. even if you don't like her as a character whether or not that has a, a racial aspect to it or not, which it most likely does because you're probably a piece of shit, like, <laughs> close your eyes for ten and a half minutes. Also, like, it's not even that, like, the movie is, like, two and a half hours long. Yeah. And also, like, the way people go on and on and on about the Canto bite scenes all the time. They're not even I, when, that long. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I was, like, rewatching the movie. I was, like, I had, hadn't seen in a really long time. I was fully expecting it to take up, like, at least a third of the movie. It was three scenes. Yeah. <laughs> three scenes. And I liked it. I liked it. It worked just fine, also. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I, I can see, I, I see the, the criticism of, like, oh, there are parts of it that dragged, and yes, there are parts of it that do feel a little slower. There are parts true. of it that also feel like they could have been able to breathe even more, and I would have been fine with it. But, like... Yeah, I, I just, I, I liked it, and I don't really understand why people didn't like it. And it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it could have been something different. I might have liked to see something a little bit different, too, but I liked what we got. Yeah. So, I like it. <laughs> and the same thing's happening with this movie, too. Like, so many people hate the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Which I don't get. Again, like, I don't there's, hate pl- it. <laughs> there's, plenty to, there's plenty to criticize, don't get me wrong, but, like, yeah. I, it doesn't... I don't feel like it deserves utter hatred. No. I've seen some, like... I mean, I at the time, I was trying to avoid spoilers, so I didn't, yeah. like, really read this stuff in depth, but, like, I was seeing people get so worked up about it, and I'm like, yikes, this must be really bad. And then you said you liked it, and I was like, okay, I'll probably not yeah. get too angry about this movie then because yeah. I, tr- I trust you see the thing is is like when it's happening it's exciting and there's like so much going on and you're like oh my gosh yes it's like so much action and this is like hitting all these notes that you think you want it to hit and then like the longer it sits with you you're like okay I have criticisms yeah and I mean like I fully I, I was crying through a lot of the movie <laughs> because it like meant a lot to me again to just to be able to see it and when it ended I turned to Chris and I was like I liked it and then I just like fully sobbed through the rest of the credits and we had to sit there the entire time because I was just crying um there was a lot of different like other parts that I cried at too but that's just like that's what I needed it to be in the moment and now I like I mean this is also what I like about Star Wars is being able to talk about it afterwards and talk critically about it and talk about what you liked and what you didn't like and what they could have done and like, finding out more stuff, like, honestly, finding out about, like, the conspiracy theories about, like, what happened in post, which we'll talk about again later, um, just is, like, I like reading about this stuff. I'm at the point where I'm, like, okay, I can, I can accept that this is how it was, I can accept that I liked it, I can accept that it wasn't good, and I'm ready to talk about it, and I'm ready to just, like, immerse myself in it again. Yeah. Um, One thing but I yeah, want- there's like different factions of Star Wars fans, like to your point where it's like there were the ones that have not been on board the entire time. They're like Disney ruined this trilogy, yes. Rey's and Mary Sue, the first one was just A New Hope, The Last Jedi was just Empire but worse. Um, there were people that hated the, uh, the Last Jedi because they're racist and they hated that Luke died and like was little 
crotchety old man and said that the Jedi sucked, which is fucking true because they did. Like, yep. were you not paying attention to the prequels? <laughs> yeah. Because that's literally like the hugest part of the prequels. Like, I'm sorry, but Yoda's like, hmm, yes, unfortunate your mother is still in slavery, but we can't let you go and free her because that would make you have feelings and that would lead to hate. And also, like, Ooh, ooh, a, a child is afraid. That means he's gonna go to the dark side. It's like, yeah, like kids are scared of everything, my dude. <laughs> you would think you would know that based on the fact that like you raise children become Jedi. Also, that's also why the fucking bloodline things makes no goddamn sense. Because with the original Jedi Order, if that was true, if Jedi powers were passed through bloodlines, wouldn't they encourage the Jedi's to fucking to have kids, hook yeah. up and have kids? Yes, yeah. they would. So it th- that makes no sense. Well, and also the thing of them like being celibate or whatever is like a prequel invention as well. Because like in the original trilogy, you're just like, oh, like the Jedi, they were cool dudes with laser swords, like and Luke had a dad who was once and leia is also the kid so like yeah, yeah. Like, jedis fuck and then the <laughs> prequels are like um jedis don't fuck or okay. like maybe also anakin just like drastically misunderstood everything and like everybody fucking like how could they not know they're like living in an apartment together like where do they think anakin sleeps <laughs> Does he only go over there to have sex occasionally when he's on Coruscant and, like, uh, the rest of the time he has quarters in in the Jedi Temple? I mean, I know that the Clone Wars, they're, like, off, like, doing Clone Wars stuff and, like, I've seen that show. Those two were not subtle at all. No, they weren't. Like, everyone, it was, like, they have to know, guys. And they also can, like, feel things and, like, probably read your mind a little bit. I don't know. Um, And also, there's the the two troubling aspects of Palpatine. One, Palpatine fucks someone. (laughs) Palpatine fucks. He fucks. Did he he fuck pre-face melting or post-face melting? That's my question. It's gotta be post-face melting because Rey is, like, what? She was supposed to be, I think, 19 in uh, in The Force Awakens. So that means she's, like, 20, 21 now. And, um... Like, we'll, we'll say 21 because it's been like over a year or whatever yeah so that means that her parents were probably like yeah like 30s right i mean maybe it was like slightly pre-face melt yeah. but it's been since the prequels it's been uh 20 60 years right because luke and leia are born in the prequels and they are 18 when when a new hope happens yeah and then it's 36 I mean, years after that it could have it could have happened pre-face melting which is what i'm going to choose to believe <laughs> it's possible i mean he was like a man of the opera he was a patron of the arts he he was like the yeah. chancellor so i mean i don't it think makes it's sense like... but it's just disturbing to think about but also, also why weren't his kids like I'm assuming that there's multiple like that Lindsay Ellis tweet where he's just like Robert Baratheon (laughs) (laughs) just Just like bastards all over the galaxy yeah (laughs) uh but like why wasn't his like direct kid does it skip a generation is it like what is it arthritis or whatever (laughs) it's a recessive gene (laughs) yeah It's a recessive gene. That's so why fucking the Villanelle. Bloodline, the bloodline. Did you? Yes, did, I was. So, I loved. I was like, oh, it's Villanelle. I knew you were gonna be happy about that. <laughs> I think it's so funny too, because like there was so much. There were so many theories. Like anytime like a brunette was cast in a Star Wars movie, they're like, it's Ray's mom, and then it's like Villanelle. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And she's also like my age. She's so young, which is insane. Yeah, it's she uh, li- literally. I think was born the same year as me. Um, also, like I mean, I might be 
remembering the prequels wrong, but wasn't it kind of implied that Palpatine, like, virgin birthed Anakin? Yeah, I think that it was implied so that he makes, tells him about Plagueis. So and... that makes the Rey and Kylo stuff weird. Or yeah. weirder. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess, like, but, that doesn't really count for, like, genetics or whatever. And it but doesn't count for genetics. If, also, the, the new trilogy half ignores the prequels yes that's so. true like they they didn't even really mention anything about it until like this movie like there might be like one or two little things that they talk about in the other two movies but they don't really talk about the prequels now yeah because most of the characters don't know anything about what happened before so i think that makes sense it does you know yeah. but then again like then it's like oh palpatine is back and everyone like cares and yeah. also they didn't even know his name was palpatine the, during the original trilogy for the most part and like they only call him the emperor th this is because it just sucks because like it could have been a cool moment but the whole problem is this trilogy didn't lead up to that moment at all because yeah with this like you could watch these movies on their own and not have seen the original stories and it makes sense at least up until mm -hmm. this movie because if you haven't seen the original Star Wars and you don't know anything about the prequels or anything, you're going to be like, who the hell is Palpatine? Why yeah. is this significant? And it's... Why should we care? And he doesn't even, like, he's literally an old man attached to, like, a robo-arm. Like, he doesn't even seem that great. And also, like, okay, just the whole, again, the, the having to answer questions that didn't need to be answered when you're, there's other things that you could be doing instead is like oh Snoke was a clone and he's in this like pickle jar vat thing and there's like multiple <laughs> of him so Kylo's like cool so like if you you know go with the narrative of like Ben Solo was like corrupted from the very womb by Snoke and like persuaded to the dark side and was basically like having this abusive figurehead in his life as he grew up and that's why he is the way he is which is like the Raylo's kind of reasoning for yeah for all of that is like he he's Snoke is his abuser and he's yeah. been brainwashed basically so like that big moment of him fucking cutting Snoke in half which is literally one of the most amazing things like I was so stoked to see that in theaters and then like fighting alongside Rey and then still choosing power because he's still so indoctrinated into it like that is so much more of a thing than just bringing back Emperor Palpatine and being like, he planned it all from the beginning. I promise. It's like, like, surprise, bitch. Bet you thought you'd seen The Last of Me. Was that what he broadcast to everybody in the beginning of the movie? <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, uh, Palpatine podcast? Um, but yeah, so it's just ridiculous, too, because even like even if you were going to have like a, a Sith that was pulling the strings all along, why wasn't it Plagueis? Like, everyone was like, oh, Plagueis created Snoke or something like that. And, like, they were like, no, that's not going to happen. But, like, if you're going to pull out Palpatine, why not just be like, yo, it's Darth Plagueis the Wise. And he's the one that figured out how to, like, bring people back to life and shit. Unless they're trying to say Plagueis is Palpatine slash Sidious. But, like, I that, don't that, think that so. That doesn't check out. And also, and, like, there's no foundation for it in the movies no, at all, so it's stupid no. as fuck. I think probably because no one, like, remembers Plagueis. <laughs> I always yeah, forget about Yeah, most people him. don't. Like, most people that aren't, like, hardcore stands and that haven't seen Revenge of the Sith a lot of times don't remember it. I didn't remember it until people started talking about it again, and I was like, who is that? And then I remembered, you know? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's like, it doesn't make any sense for him to have, like, potentially force-conceived Anakin to, like, be the chosen one and, and 
and do his bidding and then have like a backup because he like fucked <laughs> and then he didn't want his kid to be the backup but he wanted his grandkid to be the backup and he supposedly knew all about him he was supposedly influencing kylo as snoke this is like who was some... a puppet in the womb but couldn't find ray on jakku yeah it doesn't make any sense you know and then like in the force awakens too there was a part where um they're like telling kylo like oh the um the droid got away in a freighter and he's like the droid stole a freighter which is like he literally is it's the the comedy yeah in just i mean next you know, level you know what also doesn't make sense is darth vader not knowing about luke in the first and leia in the first movie well yeah and then i mean <laughs> they they kind of like explain that away as he just thought that Padme died and lost the babies because in Revenge of the Sith they're like she she's dead and that she lost her kids. Yeah, but Luke's name and he is didn't even know Luke's name twins. is literally Luke Skywalker though. I know. <laughs> like he knows know. they're related at least. <laughs> well, also maybe it's one of those things like uh like rivers or waters or whatever oh, like your last name's smith and it's like well i can't think every smith's related to me you know no no i mean like a it's like a like a provincial name or something oh like like, like if you don't being a bastard damn in game yeah, of thrones that, oh, yeah okay. that's like uh, yeah that's my one explanation and i mean does do they know for sure that his name is skywalker until i feel like the emperor is his... like yo his name is skywalker and then darth is like oh I mean, I don't remember, to be totally honest with you. I'm not yeah. really much of an authority on this. <laughs> I, I think in Empire, he he's like... I don't know if they know his name. Also, I feel like... Is they the, just know he has the Force. The Force thing, too. The Force seems to kind of pick and choose what you know <laughs> and when you know it, also. Because mm -hmm. Finn is Force-sensitive, apparently, which this movie showed us, which I'm grateful for. And he knew yeah. something had happened to Rey immediately yeah. and leia knows when something happened to han immediately yeah and then but no one knows where luke is somehow but well, other, other time off from the force like oh, yeah, purposely yeah. yeah and it's it all just seems kind of like we just do whatever we want <laughs> well yeah i mean the force is is space wizardry and it can basically do whatever so whenever people are like but the force can't do that it's like well we can write it the way we want it to like the prequels established all kinds of shit that the original trilogy didn't do with the force because like said fuck you <laughs> yeah they basically didn't do much with it in the original trilogy like it's 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 not that big of a thing with like the power aspect of it it's more of like a we meditate and we feel things type of power in the originals. And then Luke is like, hmm, I can do telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, I mean, they they had come out and they'd said that uh, there was going to be like force powers that fans might consider divisive, which is insane that they thought that that was going to be the main contention point. I was fine <laughs> with the healing because it's like... Yeah, it makes sense. Because it was also like an equal trade type thing. Like, yeah. it's, you, we saw that there was consequences. Like, you can't just, like, go around willy-nilly healing literally everyone or, like, giving your life force away because then you're not going to have anything left. And it, like, comes back and hurts Rey during the, the battle with kylo that she has on top of the death star ruins and i think that that was really cool because like we've seen that like they can go at it 
before so like there needed to be something that was putting her at like a little bit of a disadvantage and she was like getting tired which i thought that part was so good like their their choreography and like all of their fight scenes was really good yeah um and then it winds up killing uh kylo slash ben at the end and yeah, he sacrifices himself the same way his grandfather did. So really, he did live up to his grandfather's stuff yeah. or whatever. You know, we'll we'll get to we'll get to yeah. that in a second too. Because I was gonna say like, um, back to like the factions of the Star Wars fans. Like, you know, a lot of people also hated the Last Jedi because like the Finn and Poe didn't really get to do as much as they should have. And I agree with that. Like, they should have been developing their arcs more as well. Um. And then they also, in this movie, like, didn't get a lot to do. And Raylos are mad, even though their ship came true. And, like... Just everyone's mad. Everyone is... Everyone else is mad. And, like, Finn and Poe didn't really get arcs. And they also retconned, as far as I know, Poe's actual backstory. Because they literally came out with a comic book series about him, which I have not read. Because, as I've said before, I don't really, like, delve too much into all of the additional materials except for Dr. Aphra, who I will love and stand forever. <laughs> um, but he was, like, brought up around the Resistance and, like, knew Leia for, like, quite a while, I'm pretty sure. And then they're like, oh, he's a spice runner, which I guess is, like, equivalent to, like, a drug dealer. A smuggler. And then they're like, think, yeah. oh, that's, like, you made, like the latino guy like a drug dealer in your star wars space fantasy universe. and also the whole no homo of it as well yeah and the zori really thing like <laughs> they were cute like they're like they were cute they were i liked their conversation that they had and where she's like there's more of us than there are of them i really liked that part and also at the but end where she... he gives her like the eyes and she's like no he's like fair enough <laughs> yeah and like that was that was cute but also yeah the the whole no homoing of it was very dumb i didn't like that and like it just, all of these new characters, like, every time they were like, oh, we're gonna have these new characters, it's like, why? Focus on the ones you already have. Yeah, like, I could like, easily have seen Rose giving that same speech, you know? Yeah, like, and actually, like, connecting to Pose, like, too. Yeah. Like, and, like, like she should have just been on that mission. Yeah, she should have, and I, I don't know. They, they could have even had it be, like, instead of Kajimi to find, you know, whatever, like, MacGuffin they were looking for, they could have been like, oh, we have to go to the mining planet that Rose and her sister are from, and she's like, I know my way around there, and they could have still been, like, sneaking around because we know that it's, like, you know, mined out and, like, controlled by the Empire, or the First Order, so that could have been, like, a moment for her, yeah. you know, and then yeah. she could have been like, you see what they've done, and, like, we have to stay strong. There's more of us than there are of them. And that would have been beautiful. Like, I would have liked that. And I guess, like, a lot of people probably wouldn't have because then that's, like, her just doing the Canto Bite stuff again. Like, see, Finn, everything's terrible. And he's like, I kind of know, but, like, also, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, they, they could have just... Like, Poe, I just don't really know. Like, again, because I haven't read his comics, like, I, I need to get around to it, honestly, because then maybe I will feel differently on Poe. Because, like, they just didn't do enough with his character. Like, they didn't have the romance between him and Finn. Even though Oscar Isaac has been saying, like, that's exactly what I wanted. And they were too scared. They're little pussies and they wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Isaac's a real one. 
yeah and he's literally like yeah i don't like that they didn't do that they were too scared disney, i love it he, he literally got, he called got, them the disney he overlords it, he, he got it he got his paycheck and he doesn't give a fuck anymore <laughs> yeah and i we stand a legend um, yes <laughs> oscar isaac is great but poe himself did not really have that much to do because he was kind of supposed to die and they had really good chemistry him and finn so they left him but then they didn't let them have the chemistry like they should have had the chemistry and then that kind of fell apart and then they also didn't like they didn't start out this one with him being more like in command and sure of himself like after everything that happened in the last jedi because they were just kind of ignoring the last jedi so it was very weird there and then it's like oh leia's dead so now we're co-generals and that it just didn't feel like the moment that it should have been yeah but yeah like he should have had more to do and it was also very weird that it was like Finn's like what's that shady shit you're doing like what when did you learn how to do this and it's like they literally only introduced that here so that they could be like yeah. he's a spice runner lol and it's like but that's not he's a good pilot like and he can fly anything and there could have been like more backstory with that portion of things instead I like, don't know it was like just weird it was basically this whole movie was just basically hastily, hastily done setups is what yeah. it was and it wasn't stuff that was payoff from earlier films for the most part yeah. it was just kind of like we like i said before we didn't get to do the second movie that we wanted to do mm-hmm. so now we gotta shove it all into this like we're gonna just take a dump on the last jedi and we're gonna cater to the worst possible fans yeah it even if it wasn't what was intended especially with the rose stuff i would hope that they're not trying to cater to like racist fanboys yeah. at least but I think like, that they just were trying to please everyone. Which and you like can't with Finn, do. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. With, with Finn and his arc too, it's like he just got to run after Ray screaming her name. Like Yeah. And like he's been doing Never told her he loved her. Which yeah. is bullshit. And that's absolutely what he's gonna say. It wasn't that he was of course be it was. force sensitive. I know that John Boyega was like he he's being he has to always be the good kid. Like he's gotta be the one that like calms everybody down you know yeah like on twitter and stuff he's like everybody play nice and he's just like such a beautiful person for that but you know like jj's like he was gonna say he was force sensitive and john's like he was gonna say he was force sensitive because like he's just gonna play nice yeah and he's also i think he's been checked out like he said he didn't like what was going on in the last jedi and he left his script under the bed, and now we're like, maybe we know why, because he was like, save yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and people were shitty to him about that, too, which is so stupid. I He's the only celebrity that I can stand on Twitter. I love him. Um, but yeah, like, I agree, and I wish in The Last Jedi they had set up more of his, like, Stormtrooper roots. Like, the whole thing of this trilogy is that, is that the Stormtroopers are people that have been ripped from their childhood homes and trained in the military and brainwashed and we see that they can be good because finn is good and we don't get to see enough of that story that arc of his he figures out like the first one the the force awakens is all about him trying to run from it and then he's like i'm not going to run from it but I don't also, like, super want to be a part of this. Like, he, a lot of people are like, oh, he made that decision in The Force Awakens. He didn't have enough time to make that decision because he's in a coma. So he goes from, I'm running away and I'm taking this girl that I just met because I want to save her too because now she's got a target on her back too. I really like this girl. 
I she's kidnapped and Kylo Ren is really bad and I'm going to save her and I'm going to do whatever it takes to save her, including lying to the resistance again and saying that I know more th- than I know about how to like do something because I'm going to make it work because that's just who I am. I'm going to make it work and I'm going to save this girl. And he does. And then he fights Kylo and he does a really good job of it for a while. <laughs> and we're like, okay, so he's probably like got some force sensitivity there. There's like some stuff that happens in the force awakens where you're like, all right, he, he's, he's got some stuff going on. Um, and then before he has really the time to be like, like, you're not going to be on Starkiller base and being like, yeah, well I saved her. So like now I'm not going to help the resistance, but that's not actively being like, I have decided to become part of the resistance. Just like in a new hope when, Han comes back and helps them and then in Empire he's been with them for like a while but he's like dude bounty hunters keep coming after us and I gotta go pay my debt and Leia's like well fine fuck you bye and he's like well this is how it's always gonna be I I I never said I was gonna stay and I stayed this long and then you know he's like the general or whatever in Return of the Jedi so then it's finally like in Harrison Ford I know was like this arc kind of sucks he should die <laughs> when, <laughs> when the original movies were happening but with Finn it's it's kind of similar because in The Last Jedi he finally is like he wakes up and he's like dude where's Rey I'm gonna go find Rey you guys are fucked I'm gonna go find Rey Rey's my best friend and I love her and she's great and Poe you're also great but like you guys are fucked and I'm gonna go find her because she's fucked if she comes back here and they're like you need to fucking help us and he's like okay fine and then he's like okay this is why I need to help them and like I gotta stop running and being scared and whether or not you think that that's like a natural progression of the way things are happening that's a matter of opinion yeah like I think that it makes sense but I also do wish that there had been a little bit more setup in The Last Jedi for him to address the whole stormtrooper of it all because there was a couple deleted scenes with him and Rose where they go undercover and they like somebody recognizes him um, f- and they're like, oh, damn, FN2187, you got promoted. Wow, like, that's so cool. And there's a couple other moments like that where I think it would have been really cool to, like, sow the seeds of, like, you know, after he beats Phasma, he's like, there's a couple stormtroopers left, and he's like, you can put down your weapons too, don't be cowards or something. Yeah. And it, like, sow the seeds of rebellion. And then in this one... He literally meets ex-stormtroopers and Janna, and she's fucking cool, and her, like, whole posse is cool. And then they just go and start killing stormtroopers again. Like, they could have been like, we can do something with this. It's possible to lay your weapons down. Like, it basically was drawing this line of, like, if you don't have a feeling and if you don't set your weapon down the moment that a civilian ordering is is happening like they're they're ordering these civilians to be shot like if you don't have that instinct that feeling right then then that means you're just evil and it's like that's not how it works man no No. and that's not what the characters were saying but it feels like that's what the the movie was saying of like but then it's like but you should forgive kylo ren yeah you know that was my whole thing too because like finn is such a stark contrast to kylo ren who had like 600 million chances Mm -hmm. to be better and he consistently kept choosing not to. Meanwhile, Finn, pretty much as soon as it all hit him, he chose to be good and leave. Yeah. And, like, when he, we met those other stormtroopers who had defected, I was, like, excited because I was like, oh, are they going to 
like stir up a rebellion among any more stormtroopers? Like, are they gonna be like, you don't have to be a slave to the order, blah, 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 all that stuff. But they didn't do any of that. Like you said, they just shot indiscriminately. And it kind of makes sense, like, from a trauma standpoint, because, like, with Finn and the last Jedi especially being like, you don't understand. They're gonna murder all of us. There's no other option than to just run. And in that yeah. scenario, like, there isn't really any time necessarily to kind of, like, rally the troops, but it was still kind of a wasted opportunity. Yeah, but, like, that whole ending space battle with all of the fucking Death Star Star Destroyers. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, Listen, that man, Palpatine, whole... why couldn't you have done this last time? <laughs> yeah, that It took you, like, thing. years and years to build one Death Star. Oh Meanwhile, this whole time, you could just make a million ships... I know. And that just, it doesn't make any sense. It's so, oh, it's so dumb. Um, but like all of that time where it's just like there's ships flying around and you see like, you know, like Poe is up in the ships and you see fucking Greg, Greg Grunberg. <laughs> like, and it's literally just like the Force Awakens. Like, maybe that's just me that like I don't like the spaceship part of it like the space the dog fights yeah like that's not my favorite just, part of star wars yeah, it's not like that interesting for very long parts. yeah yeah um but like we didn't need any of that because it's literally just like the same shit it's like oh somebody gets blown up and they go like screaming well, towards well the, the lita ground lita and... the, the 12 year old boy is like those parts so you have to do they them though in there. <laughs> Do we Supposedly. actually know that they like that? Because I feel like Someone the twelve year old boys it. like lightsabers. Someone out there likes it somewhere. <laughs> Otherwise, why would they keep doing it? But there's so many like I don't know. There's like nice pilot moments in the series, but there's not very many of them. Yeah, and they they just I, I, like, I honestly though feel that way about most fight scenes and most things. Like keep it short. Well, yeah, <laughs> just keep. That's it short. how I've been feeling about more of them. And this kind of it almost felt like watching like the end robot battle in Transformers where it's just like okay. <laughs> I haven't but seen like, Transformers so. The first one? I haven't Ever? seen it. I refuse to see them because especially at the time it came out I was like I was much more of a snob and I was like I'm not oh. going to see this and I was never a Transformers fan. Uh, well I liked the first one. I also had the crush on Shia LaBeouf uh, for <laughs> a very short period of time. Um, but yeah, like the ending scene is just like explosions and robots and there's just so much going on that's like not actually happening and it's just kind of a boring, I don't know. Um, and it doesn't feel dynamic and you don't really know what's going on. Like you can't really track what's happening or like who's winning and who's losing and the stakes are so massive that they then feel not important. Yeah. Because you're like, they're going to beat it somehow and there's not enough time for it to be this epic. Yeah, like it's like all this it's, noise. it's like they're not all going to die. Like, we yeah. know that they're not going to die. I was honestly scared for a minute that they were going to finally kill Finn because he, for, like, the third fucking time, he's like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. And I was I was scared for a minute, and I was fully prepared to just, like, go catatonic if they killed Finn. I was going to yeah. be so mad. But they didn't. So that is one of their saving graces. <laughs> I, I would have been furious. We've talked Absolutely a lot. Curious. We talked a lot about the things we didn't like, but we did like the movie. So, what did you <laughs> like? What did you like about Babu Frick? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
the little darling of a, a creature that is so good. And then when they show him and Zori and they survived Kajimi, I cried. Yes. <laughs> and when all of the ships came up and they're like posed like no one's coming. Oh my, like it's ha- it's happening again. It's crate all over again. No one's coming. We're all dying. And then all of the ships are there. I cried. I sobbed. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, think I liked I, I liked when what I write. I liked when Hux was the spy. Oh, yeah. I fucking loved that. I called it. I totally knew that was going to happen. And also I mean, Poe's reaction. He was like, what? He's I, like, knew I knew it. it. I, I said the exact same thing as him, too. Um, I, I don't think I called exactly that he was going to be a spy, but I knew he was going to do something to undermine Kylo. Like, I thought that there was going to be something with, like, him either impersonating Kylo or him turning the Knights of Ren against Kylo or something to do with that. Um, where, like, then... Kylo was gonna realize like I don't owe the First Order any loyalty and then that would be like some sort of catalyst toward additional like whatever he needed to do to get to Leia to get some redemption going in the works but um I liked this but then they just killed him and then I was a little sad about that. that I, I was... kind of wasn't because Hux is a whiny little bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't like him, but I feel like he should have gotten to wreak a little bit more havoc, kind of. A little bit more, yeah. Um, I, I think I texted you while I was watching the movies. It was like, it was like Hux is so whiny. Ooh, the supreme yeah. leader. Like, with the Spongebob meme. I'm just God. like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, I wanted him to die. I just didn't. I don't know if if that, I don't know. Also, the I the, liked ma- the, man- the, the manager Spice World working for the First Order was fun. <laughs> <laughs> the Spice Girls, um, yeah. Penelope's dad, Christina Ricci and Penelope's dad, yeah. I was like watching the entire time, and I'm like, I know I recognize this guy from so many things, and I can't say a single I was one of them I right was now. watching. And I was like, I I'm like, is that the manager from the Spice Girls? Like, I almost wanted to tweet it, and then I didn't, and then I forgot about it, and then I saw someone else tweet. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> Yeah, he's had a lot of different random weird roles. He was also in uh Can You Ever Forgive Me, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good movie. I haven't watched it yet, but you I should. will. Um I really liked the trio interacting. I liked at first I wasn't sure about it where Ray and Poe were like not getting along, but then I was kinda like, ah, I kinda like that actually. I kinda liked it, but also like it felt a little bit forced. Forced, yeah. Uh, but for sure. but they, they didn't do that the whole movie, so I was fine. Yeah, with it. I liked that they were like, okay, if they we're had just been allies, if they had been like know? bickering the entire movie, I would have been like, okay, this is like getting really old really fast. Yeah. But they kept it to that one scene, so it was fine. Yeah, and I liked um, Ray and Finn together. And then at the end, when they're hugging and like Finn is just fully sobbing, I was sobbing with him. Um, <laughs> um, I loved the scene. I okay, so they're calling it. Um, pig coachella oh yeah (laughs) in the desert i loved that whole sequence i thought that was really cool that was that was a really cool scene i kind of wish we'd gotten to stay i wish we'd gotten to stay on more of the planets for longer like if there had been one less planet or something and we got to stay in because um usually it's like maybe two or three planets per movie you know yeah i wish we'd gotten to like breathe in some of these locations for a little bit longer um but yeah, I liked I liked the desert. I liked the whole sequence where it feels like I know that they're everyone's like, oh, they're just searching for MacGuffins. But I think that that was when it was like strongest in the movie. Like I, yeah. I liked that like quest aspect of it, and I also was expecting that because 
from all the promotional materials, I th- the things that I was expecting slash preparing for were um, questing for items, just like items that are going to do things. Um, <laughs> I was expecting either clones and or time travel. <laughs> I was expecting all of the Palpatine dumb shit. I was expecting that they were going to show a flashback of Ray's parents and then reveal that they didn't give a shit about what Ryan was trying to say in The Last Jedi about her lineage not mattering. Um, so I, I was I was kind of expecting all of those things, so that was one of the reasons why I liked it so much on initial viewing, because I'd already kind of submitted myself to knowing yeah. that that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you accepted it. You were like, yeah. all right. And that's no spoilers, even. Like, I logged out of Twitter, like, a month before the movie came out. I was, like, blocking every single possible tag. I was furiously scrolling past any sort of... The word Rise of Skywalker in any sort of review context. Um, I mean, there's only so many things they can do. And also, based on, like, the interviews they were giving during the promotional stuff, like, kind of, like, ragging on The Last Jedi a little bit and all that stuff, you could yeah. kind of tell they were going to... Not retcon stuff, but either, like, ignore it or just, like, introduce a new element that would render what The Last Jedi was trying to do useless. Mm -hmm. Which, again, is what really makes this trilogy suffer, is the fact that it's not cohesive. That Mm -hmm. there was no consensus on anything. There was no, like, communication on what everyone was trying to do. Uh, And also the fact that J.J. Abrams likes to set stuff up and not pay it off. And then Ryan Johnson trying to correct that in the second one. And then... Like, it all just being like, oh, by the way, here's a bunch of new stuff, new info, okay, so we can get the ending we want, okay, bye. And then it it, it just, it, I feel like the same- It didn't same, feel earned. <laughs> it didn't feel earned, and I feel like the same basic plot of Rise of Skywalker could have been there, but it could have built off of stuff from The Last Jedi as well. Yeah, I think exactly the same. I think that they could have done very small things that it was, that would have still- made this better and I think that a lot of what happened was during post-production and reshoots that made it not good um and I'll, I'll talk about that in the promo tour in a little bit too uh, this is probably going to be like two hours because <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a list of what I liked and Babu Frick is like the first thing on it the trio adventures the snake thing the healing powers I, I already said I like that that feels like it makes sense yes I liked the the jokes yeah. um I liked the Finn gets to hold Ray's lightsaber when she can't hold it. Yeah. I like nice. that he's like the keeper of it because he's he knows what he's doing. <laughs> um I would have liked to see him using one again. Yeah. I think that that would have been nice. Um I liked Ray losing control because I like I want to see more of like the dark side of her and I wanted to see more of like you can be dark and light and strike a balance and like there's no good, pure good or pure evil in anyone. Like, I wanted that to be the conclusion that they met with both Rey and Kylo because, like, they've both been tempted to both sides. It feels, and... like, th- it feels like they almost got there. Yeah, they were they so close. <laughs> <laughs> and They were, like, I... touching it and then just, nah. <laughs> I thought that part was so good, though. But then it's, like, Force Lightning is hereditary. Like, we've only ever seen Force Lightning used with, like, powerful siths where they've like tapped into the sith powers and they're completely over to the side of the dark like it doesn't matter like that palpatine was able to do it because he was full sith so why should she be able to do it it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make Um, sense no except to 
telegraph to us that she's Palpatine's granddaughter. It's the only purpose it serves. Yeah. Oh, and when they, one of the TV spots had her, like, looking down at her hand in disbelief, and immediately I was like, oh, so she's going to use Force Lightning. <laughs> and so they're going to make her Palpatine's granddaughter. Like, well, I they, knew, they also I knew showed her, they also showed her in the hood in one of the trailers. Yeah. So that was well, a big oh, the, clue. the dark ray? Yeah, the dark ray. They yeah. showed it, well, it wound I, up not being true, but, like, that was definitely, like, a huge hint pre-movie that, you know, yeah. she's a descendant of Palpatine. Well, I also was thinking, like, when they first showed it that, like, everyone's like, oh, is she gonna end up turning to the dark side like we thought maybe would happen in The Last Jedi? Like, were they gonna switch sides and then they didn't? And it's like, no, you dum-dums. That's absolutely not gonna happen. She's not gonna turn to the dark side. No. That's not what the story is. It's not what the um, story is. And also, like, it wouldn't make any sense no, it wouldn't. It but I did. I, I thought it was going to be like some sort of vision, uh, that was put into her head, or like some sort of location, just like the the mirror sequence. Like I thought that she was going to be in like a you know a powerful location or whatever where she'd see something like that, which I guess is kind of true because it was on the Death Star. Although yeah. like, what specific reason was it that like she was there and also corporeal? I that was I don't I don't know about that um the lightsaber I don't like that it was hinged I I didn't like that from the the promos but I did like that it was a double-sided one and I wish that Rey had gotten a double-sided saber just as her um but I think that Daisy as Dark Rey was pretty cool and the fight was pretty cool yeah that was cool that was a cool Uh, sequence I also liked that Han was there, and I know yeah. that that part was supposed to kind of be like Leia, but they couldn't do that for obvious reasons. And Harrison Ford was magnificent, and him and him and Adam Driver were so good in that scene together. Yeah, it still worked too. I mean, it would yeah. have made more sense. It made more. It would have made more sense for it to be Leia, considering you know he didn't kill her when he had the chance in the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and he seemed to just be more mad at his father than at his mom. Yeah, and um, but it did also make sense for it to be Han as well because. Han, he killed Han, and it's kind of like... And that's what's been tearing him up inside. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's, like, the point where he was like, okay, this is where I'm at and no return, so no matter how much anyone tries to save me, like, I am garbage and I can't be redeemed. Like, that's his... Yeah. That's his inner monologue to himself. Um, I like that he was redeemed. I like that he turns good. I like that that part where he just chucks his fucking sky... Uh, Skywalk. <laughs> sky... <laughs> Scraper, his lightsaber. <laughs> I like that he just skyscraper out the window, you know. <laughs> his lightsaber. Um, and then I like when it, like his just mannerisms completely change, and it's yes. like there. I've seen theories that like, oh, and Ray killed him or like wounded him when she healed him. She like killed the part of him that was Kylo. Um, so he just was like, now he's fully Ben. Uh, and I also like that somebody was saying, like, he was stuck on the Death Star ruins and he was just, like, aggressively butterfly stroking to get back through the waves. <laughs> like, that's where he was for the last part of the movie, just, like, trying to swim away. <laughs> I want to see, like, a really long, like, you remember, like, Newgrounds, like, a really long flash sequence yes. of him doing that. That'd be so funny. <laughs> uh, somebody needs to do that for sure. But yeah, I, I like that he was redeemed. I know that so many people, and I was one of these people for a very long time, that was like, he's garbage, he's just the villain, he's, like, basically, a, he's a fascist, he's, you know, participated in, like, genocide and shit like that. Um, but then when you actually look at, like, 
what he himself has done. More of it is Hux in the First Order, and he's a pawn of it. Yeah, he's, he's like, like their pet, just like yeah, Vader is. He's their mascot. Yeah. For the most part. And they part. don't even like him. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, Kylo sucks, man. <laughs> and they're scared of him. And, and he, they're just like, oh, man, he has tantrums and shit. Like, they're not even scared of him. They're just like, okay, well, he's having a tantrum. Yeah. Um, it's like the undercover boss SNL sketch, basically. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if Vader can be redeemed, you know, at the end, yeah, which he the, is, yeah. then so can Kylo, because especially, this is a fairy tale. Especially since Vader was redeemed at, like, the last possible fucking second. Yeah. Too. And, like, at least Kylo, him having inner conflict, had been part the of the setup. story from the beginning. Well, and Vader was also like, Luke, we can rule together and we'll throw, we'll overthrow the Emperor. That was, like, his plan, because yeah. he was like, fuck the Emperor, dude. Like, I'm tired of this guy. <laughs> tired of this guy. <laughs> Always sunny. <laughs> I think he killed. I think he killed your mom, probably. Also, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be a very good thing to come back and say. Like, instead of like, she just lost the will to live. That like that, Palpatine that was. I remember reading that theory ages ago that Palpatine like force killed her. Yeah, and I was like, that makes way more sense. So it that's makes what so I'm much more sense choose to believe. Because <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you Padme... got spaceships and you don't have good robot obstetricians. And also, Padme isn't like that much of a wimp. I'm sorry, no, but she's I'm... not. <laughs> I love Padme. And Padme was great. Sh- she didn't get enough. Um, she didn't have anything to do in Revenge of the Sith, which will forever make me mad. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why I don't like that movie. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She was pregnant for most of it, though, so... Yeah, but still, like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, I feel similarly about his redemption arc as well, because, like, I, I was, like, he's had so many chances at this point. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. I think any kind of redemption arc they would try to give him in the last movie just wouldn't land with me. But this did manage to land with me. And yeah, I, I think, think a, a big a, part. a big part of it was Adam Driver's performance and how yeah. his physicality completely changes when he yeah. goes back to being Ben Solo. I just wish they had had something more where he is not only focused on her because like you don't really know what his motivation is anymore. He's like, "Okay, well, it didn't work last time I tried to get her to join me, so I'm going to just keep trying again. I'm just going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep saying like, you better fucking join me or else." And then she won't. And he's like, um, okay, uh, my helmet's on? Yeah, you're a Palpatine. And then she's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, can you you join me now? And she's like, dude, no. (laughs) Take my fucking hand. Take it. Like, I feel like his redemption or something needed to happen, like, at the top of the second act. And then he needed to be doing something to make it feel worthy. Like, some sort of atoning act that wasn't just dying. Because, like... On one hand, I'm like, good, he should die. But on the other hand, I'm like, no, he should be alive and atone for what he's done and be able to actually, like, live on being saved because that's all that Leia and Han wanted. Like, they wanted to save him. And everyone was like, no one's ever really gone. But then he literally only gets to be his real self for the first time and, you know a decade or two for like 10 minutes he doesn't even have any lines his last line was ow yeah 
like, I, I think that's funny. They, I'm sorry. They, I do. <laughs> that part was, it's so cute and hilarious. It's very good. And then he is just like so much Han. Like his mannerisms he are just is. so much Han oh. at the end. And it, uh, the, the comparisons just kill me. Um, but there needed to be something else. He he needed to do something else that wasn't revolving around Rey. I feel like a, a lot of the times stuff winds up revolving around Rey. Like Finn's arc winds up revolving around Rey to an extent. Yeah, and then she didn't even get to have her own so it's like why did everyone else revolve around her if like hers wasn't even fully realized you know yeah and also the kiss i still don't know how i feel about it i still don't know how i feel about it either because like, while, while i was about to happen i was like are they gonna kiss i'm like oh do i do course, i yeah. i was like do i want this to happen do i i don't know i don't know about yeah, I've, <laughs> so, I've never known like a part of me is like am i just a closet raylo <laughs> and part of me is like no absolutely not so I, I still don't know. Like, I, and I still it's like I get it, but also I support Finn and Ray. That is my yeah, OTP. That's a better one. And <laughs> yes. I, I get like I get it from like a story standpoint. I do. Yeah. And it's not like it comes out of totally nowhere either. Because there is they do have a connection and there is like some tension between them in the other movies. Like mm-hmm. the infamous shirtless scene, for instance. See, I but, didn't even I don't think that there is I don't think there's anything there in The Force Awakens. No, that was The Last Jedi. The No, I know, but I'm saying... Like, there's he, only, like, that one brief moment where he takes off his mask, but that's about it in The Force but Awakens. That's, okay, but... I would say, if you're going to look for anything in The yeah, Force Awakens, I know. it would be that moment. But That part is basically, like, her just being like, wait, he's a person. Oh, he's just some guy. <laughs> yeah. And... Like, she's not as scared of him anymore then. Yeah. And that's important so that she can fight back against him. Yeah. You know? Because she's fucking terrified of him when he finds her in the forest. So just seeing that he's not just a monster in a mask, as she says, is, like, a really important thing for her to be able to be brave and, like, fight back against him. So I don't... I, I never really saw what people saw in the first one. And then I think that... Ryan Johnson was like, hmm, this might be interesting. Let's explore this more on The Last Jedi. And I was fine with it for the most part. Again, like, I think that there might have been a little bit too much of it. And I wish that they had spent more time with Finn and Poe in The Last Jedi. Um, but I do, like, their scenes together are really good. So yeah. it's like, it's hard to be like, this is shit. Because, like, they're just really good on screen together. Yeah. Um, I think I'm always just going to be, like, real iffy about it. Yeah. I, I don't think, think I'm th- never going to come around to it fully. I think that it, it it's it works for me as like an angsty bad ship. Yeah. But not as like a we're gonna live together. Like, okay, so I somehow follow a bunch of Raylos. I don't know how. Um because there's a lot, a lot of, of them. There's a lot there's of them. a lot of them and they make a lot of good art. And most of them are like real stands for, for the other characters as well. I mean, there's some that are like super racist and are like, No, Finn and Ray can't be together and like fuck those ones because oh they my suck. God. Um, but I think that most of them are, like, fine. Um, so I think that a lot of them were, like, really gunning for the, uh, they live happily ever after and have kiddos ending, which I did not want at all, because then that's just saying that, again, that's a bad Ray is, to send, first of all. Yeah, like, and also, like, Ray is only, like, what she is related to, so, like, she's gonna bring more babies into the world, like, it just like reduces her character, I think. Yeah. Like in in that story arc. I, I don't 
I don't think that that's the way it, yeah, it should Yeah, because they were, like, pissed off. They're like, oh, you shouldn't be a strong woman needs to end up alone. It's like, it, it, it it's not to say that she's gonna be single forever. It's just, it's no. not what the movies are about. They're not about her, like, finding love. Like, that's never been what her story is about. So why would it end that way? It doesn't make I mean, any sense. It's about her finding belonging. Yes, and she does. With the resistance. But then she's also, like, she has that part where she's like, I don't know if anyone really understands me. And then it's like, well, Kylo understands her because he's he knows the conflict that she's going through. And I just, there's, there's parts of it where they could have set it up better. And I think it would have felt more earned. And I would have felt a little bit better about it yeah. in general. Um, or even if, like, they had just been, like, two halves of a coin and, like, they'd shared that moment and then he was like, okay, I gotta go off and, like, atone for my sins, and then, I don't know, like, I would say, like, and then her and Finn are together, but then it's like, Finn is a consolation prize, and I don't like yeah, that, that, that aspect wouldn't, of that it. Yeah, no, that wouldn't be yeah. good. It's it's really hard, because, again, this is where it, it breaks down of, like, they didn't plan these out, and no. it's hard, because if they wanted him to be redeemed from the very beginning, they could have sowed the seeds a little bit better, because in The Force Awakens, it's like, well... He fucking killed Han, so now he's truly the baddie. There's no going back. And then The Last Jedi is like, eh, he can come back. And then this one's like, he's still bad, but also he doesn't really have a clear motive, and he also really wants Rey, and then he's just good, and then they can be together, but except, oh no, he dead, so that we we can deal with the Raylos, but we can also not deal with them. Like, He's dead, so most people don't have to be super mad about, like, them being together, but, like, Ray's just like, fuck, everyone I love dies, you know? Yeah. like <laughs> Shitty. Like, she doesn't have Leia anymore. <sighs> oh, I also really loved Finn and Janna. I just, I liked the yeah. conversation, and I liked Janna. She was really cool. I like that they, I like that they were a badass team. I was a yeah. little worried they were going to take it in the romance direction. It would have felt a little bit like, oh, the black characters should be in the relationship together. But they yeah, didn't, or they, they didn't just go like there. they just keep throwing women at, at Finn because they don't want him to be with Poe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one of those no homo things, you know. Yeah, and like he just friend zones Rose, and then I mean, he, like don't see her until the end. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that. Like, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense because him friend zoning Rose feels accurate to the last jedi mm -hmm. but i really the ideal version of the series is that one cartoon gif of like finn doing pull-ups with ray and poe and kissing <laughs> yes. both of them that's the perfect <laughs> version of this trilogy just honestly. like a throuple for, forever yeah. yeah um yeah and it makes me think of that tweet or something or post i don't know i don't remember where i saw it but it was like you can't blame Rose. If I was thinking that I was about to die and John Boyega was in front of me, I'd kiss him too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that at this point in time, I want to talk about... Um, wow, we are, we're actually hitting, like, all the points that are in my notes. I'm very impressed with me. Oh, Chewbacca. <laughs> he must have been on another transport. Dumb. Bad. That was stupid. <sighs> that was... That was so dumb. So manipulative. I cried. I was very upset. I knew that they weren't going to leave him dead because, like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you're not allowed yeah, to kill Chewie. They can't... They're not going to kill Chewie. You're the, not allowed the, to kill The Chewy. whole he was on another transport thing was such a huge cop-out. Yeah. And... They could have done... They could have gotten on that ship... 
in a different way. They could have had her show her powers in a different way. She literally could have just exploded Kylo's ship. Yeah, also, like, like the, the ship could have gone away and she could have, like, struck lightning into the air in anger or something like that. Yeah, there's you so know? many things that they could have done that would have made more sense and it was just manipulative and I didn't like it. And then also, when Chewie is, like, wailing and crying because Leia is dead, I sobbed. I know! that was, it hurt me so bad. I would say, like, I, I didn't, cry during this movie but that was the closest I came to tearing up was when he was like on the ground sobbing about Leia. I was like no. Oh Chewie. Another thing is that the C-3PO memory wipe didn't last very long which like I feel they they set it up they were like R2 has got memory banks so that's fine but then it was like I'm taking one last look at my friends and it's like C-3PO you fucking dramatic bitch. (laughs) That checks out for C3. Also, R2 only restores his memory up until A New Hope, I think, right? No. Because um, I, I remember C3PO saying something about having to transmit a message to, from Leia or something. I could have not been paying attention during that part. I don't remember. No, I think that it was um, before they left the journey. Because he's like, oh, I'm getting ready for a journey with my friends. And they're like, you already did that. Oh, see... I thought it had worked because it didn't fully restore his memory, so he didn't still didn't remember Ray and all those guys, but he remembered like Leia and, and stuff. No, I think I think that oh, all right, I think mind. that it was that he was like it was well, right. Well, then what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> exactly, that's, that's what people are saying. <laughs> like, and why, then, like, why bother? <laughs> and then at the very end, when Ray is like, "I'm Ray, Ray Skywalker," so she got to be a Skywalker and a Palpatine. So like, all of the people that had their theories were right, except not. And she like looks over and sees Luke and Leia as Force ghosts, and um, takes their name, and is like, "Well, the bad guy's bloodline lives on, and their son is dead." Ben's dead. Um, well, so I, I'm going to be Skywalker now. Like, know, well, what? the whole well, the whole point of the movie is that you, isn't it like you know your bloodline doesn't define you, you know? Yeah, that sort it's of like thing. it's like you choose family, chosen but family. at the same time, it's like oh, the, well, the Skywalker bloodline is like dead though now. Like they're all of them are gone. Who cares? I mean, not not in a, <laughs> not in a who cares about the Skywalker's kind of way, but I feel like blood. It's like arbitrary. Sort of. Yeah, like, I who cares about exact DNA as long as you carry on the legacy of the family you've chosen? I guess that is a point. Because yeah. she's good. She, Ray's a good. So she'll carry yeah. on the Skywalker legacy, even if she's not genetically a Skywalker. Yeah. You know? Kylo was also supposed to be good, and then he just died. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I feel like it was like what I said before. He did wind up fulfilling his grandfather's legacy by doing the same thing he did. True. You know? True, but then again, it's like okay, well, this is just the same as. Well, that that's been the whole thing with the new trilogy. It's all just a repeat of the original trilogy, just with new characters. Nothing ever ends. That's a little frustrating, for sure. Yeah. Um. Time is a flat circle, you know. They could have Matthew McConaughey come in and say that at some point. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey. Oh, from True Detective. That's one of his lines. Oh. From True Detective. He quotes Nietzsche. He's like, time oh. is a flat circle. <laughs> I haven't seen that show. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. But going on to Leia, though, like, can we talk about Leia? Because we were lied to. We were duped. They were like, we have enough footage from The Force Awakens where we think that we can do something good. Like, we're not going to... Just because Carrie is dead doesn't mean that means that Leia is going to die. Because, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, the the new movie is just going to open on her funeral. And they're like, we can't do that because the the last movie was supposed to be like Leia's movie. Like each of the original trio had like their movie. And so the last one was going to be Leia's. And obviously she tragically passed away and that 
couldn't happen. Um, and there was, like, this big deal about, like, Ray being able to act, or Daisy being able to act alongside her, Billy, her daughter, being able to act alongside her, and then, like, the scenes are so disjointed, and you're like, okay, like, I know, like, this is the best that they can kind of do in this, this regard, but it would just, like, it felt like they could have tried a little bit harder. I mean, we don't know what they had to work with was the whole problem. Like, yeah. I mean... But if- I mean, like, I, I mean, like, the... The responses to what she was saying. They've just felt like they were repeating everything that she was saying instead of like trying to make it into a conversation. Like, I feel like yeah, they could have yeah. tried harder to make it, it into yeah, a conversation. That I do and agree then, with. And then they're like, okay, well, she's going to die anyways because there's going to be this like moment of weakness in Kylo where he's like hearing her and she's reaching out to him one last time, which is like, why hasn't it worked until now? Just because he's like worn down. Maybe. At this point, but then, you know, Ray gets the upper hand and she stabs him and Leia's like, uh-oh, well, I guess that's it then. And she dies and Maz is like, yay. She smiles and she's like, oh, good. Like, she she gave her life force to help her son. And then Ray's like, oh, shit. I didn't actually want to do that. Heals, heals him. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck just happened to my body? <laughs> like, what's going on? I, I, my mom was there, and then she's gone, and then Ray is killing me, and then I'm not dead, and then what, what's going on? Um, and so that's, like, his turning point. But it's just kind of like, all right, so she just, like, died for him. And she died anyways, and then we had to, like, go through that, like, process. And I feel like they could have had her just off base somewhere like maybe they could have had a couple of the scenes at the beginning with her and, and Ray where they're talking about the training course and everything and like hugging and stuff and then she could have been like oh I'm gonna go look for some allies and she's talking to them over a hologram which would have been so much easier to use CGI and like body doubles and ADR of somebody else talking to make more coherent conversations happening and not make it, like, a weird bastardization of Carrie. Yeah. You know? Because then they later use her, f- when she's young, to be like, oh, she was training as a Jedi. Which, like, okay, when was this happening? I know that in the, the extended universe, she did have a lightsaber um, in, in some form of the canon. So I was excited that that was a thing, but, like, why did he keep her lightsaber? That's just, it, there's just a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, why did um, she give up the lightsaber? Why? Because she <laughs> sensed that if she's kept training as a Jedi, that her son would be evil, but then he was anyways. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah, it doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she, like, doesn't tell Rey at any point about this. Or maybe she did, and that's why Ray wasn't, like, losing her mind when she found out. I don't know. Like, she was clearly trying to, like, train her as a Jedi, so maybe they did know. Um, but I just feel like they could have done that. They they did that um, for a scene in the in Battlefront 2, like, in the campaign of that. Um, and obviously, like, that's video game animation, so it's a little bit different. But I feel like they could have done it convincingly to not have it been creepy and bad. And still had her also on, on like, her, her, you know, old footage. Yeah. Like, not in a hologram. 
And I feel like that could have worked so much better. And then they still wouldn't have had to kill her. Like they could have had her be like, oh, I found an old ally. I'm sending him to you. And it's fucking Lando. And him and Chewie are going to put in a pilot to Falcon. And they're going to do some stuff with that. And then at the very end, like Kylo could have not died. And Rey could have been like, I'm going to take you to her. And they have like a moment and they could have used a body double again. Like they could have had like them in shadow or something they could have had him like falling to his knees in front of his mom and like crying and being like I'm you know like I'm back and her actually getting to like caress her child for the first time since you know he, she sent him off with her dumbass brother <laughs> who fucking <laughs> lost him tried to murder him and then lost him to the dark side <laughs> <laughs> and she's been so patient and kind and generous this entire time and then she doesn't even get to like hug her kid again and they could have done it so easily with like a body double and like a shadow on the wall or something kind of like in the the prequel in Phantom Menace do you remember all the promos that had like Anakin walking in front of like one of the huts on Tatooine and like his shadow is Darth yeah, Vader yeah I'm thinking something like that except it would be like oh no like this is like touching and nice and like Ray could be like I, I've reunited them and then I'm, I'm gonna go do my own thing with my friends or whatever and you know I, I just feel like there there could have been such a sweet moment that it wouldn't have taken that much for them to do if they were actually wanting to conclude it the way it should have been if that makes sense you can't see but i'm shrugging like well <laughs> <laughs> i heard the like hiss of like you taking my shirt yeah but yeah that's i was really bummed that he died because leia couldn't see him again basically yeah. and I'm bummed that she died because they said that they weren't going to do it and they fucking lied and I'm pretty sure taking it to the drama of the post-production there is a theory that that was added in after like when they were doing reshoots because they were like oh we need something else to go here maybe so they added that in with the body double to to do that part or that it happened in the wrong sequence there's, like, a lot of Raylos with conspiracy theories right now where they're showing, like, there's, this is clear that this is from the reshoots because Daisy Ridley's tattoo isn't even covered all the way and you can tell that her hair is, like, you know, different because she had cut it after the wrap of the initial filming and it looks like there's, um, it looks like Ray and Kylo are talking to each other after he saves her and they're like, oh, this scene was maybe supposed to be in reverse. It makes more sense this way. And it looks like they cut out their dialogue because their jaws are definitely moving and they like cut the scene together weird. And a couple other things that people are pointing out, like this doesn't make sense at this part in the story. And this was supposed to be here or like they reshot this or they cut this and then decided that they wanted to add this. There's also talk of the Palpatine stuff having been added later on in the game or at least like reshot only shot with Daisy Ridley potentially ADR'd with Kylo when he tells her because he has his helmet on for that and like again what's the point of him reassembling the helmet that was dumb um again when they showed that they were gonna do that I was like JJ's gonna pull some defuck shit like yeah I saw that too and I was like oh no are we just gonna like undo what happened in the last movie essentially that was like the first major clue yeah and then it means nothing and they had the Knights of Ren and they means nothing like he just had to fight them off and like he takes them on 
no problems. There's all those like Sith shadow things where it's like they're just not doing anything. What are they here for? They're just there for moral support. <laughs> They've just been telling Palpatine he's pretty all these years. <laughs> like it's as like, he's healing. He's like, Are you sure I don't look terrible? It's like, no, you look <laughs> stunning, Queen. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, your face is only a little bit melts and still. It's it's not even It's not that bad. It's really upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, like, I guess uh, the cast has been saying, like, yeah, we didn't even know that that was happening. So, like, that's, again, it's that, like, Game of Thrones Marvel thing where the cast doesn't know what's going on. They can't effectively act, act yeah. to the script because is, they're, the spoilers, oh my god, the spoilers. Like, God forbid someone on Reddit figure out what's going on, holy shit. And, like, like who cares? This shit, who cares this if shit someone- was leaked. All of this was leaked anyway, so, like, yeah, who cares? it doesn't matter, because, yeah. like, it's not like anything's gonna be different if no one figures it out beforehand. The story's still gonna be the same. You just... It, there are people who will still be shocked, because not everyone is online all the time, first of all. Yeah. It's really just, like, the hardcore fans who are, like, theorizing about everything constantly. And if they figure it out, who cares? That I mean, that's all, a good like, thing. People figured out the Palpatine thing, which, it's like, like yeah. whatever. It's a good thing. Because one, it means you're telling your story effectively if people are able to predict what's going to happen because it means you set everything up right. Second of all, Star Wars has so many fans that someone's going to, like, people come up with crazy shit. Someone's going to stumble into the correct answer, at least. What um, What was the show or the movie kind of recently where the creator admitted that somebody had figured it out? And so they changed it. It was, was it Game Westworld. Of it was Westworld, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just so stupid. Yeah, it's like it, who cares the, if the someone source material figured. suffers so much because of it. And it, it it only matters if you took it from them when they theorize. If they made a theory and you're like, oh, that's good, we should do that, then that's like stealing and no. Which is <laughs> kind of what they did with Ray Palpatine in this case. Yeah, because like people had been theorizing about it forever. And, like, that makes less sense than her being Luke's daughter, even though that doesn't make sense either, because, like, why would he dump her on Jakku? Which is why Ryan Johnson is right. (laughs) And he should say it. (laughs) Like, it's just, it doesn't matter that she's no one. Anyone can have the Force. And then, like, JJ was like, oh, yeah, I mean, Finn's Force-sensitive. So it's like, dude, you're so close. You're so close, dude. So close. I'm surprised that they didn't try to end up saying, like, oh, Finn is actually Mace Windu's kid. So that means he has the Force. (laughs) Like, I mean, they might as well have, honestly. Because they were kind of, like, trying to say that Jana was maybe Lando's kid, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like... Just, I almost I almost felt like that was what was going by. I also felt like that was, like, a setup for a spin-off TV show. Yeah. I, I, would, I would like to think the best of them and say, like, oh, they just wanted to spin-off. They just wanted to give Lando one more line and have something to do. And, like, he doesn't have anyone to relate to now, be- except for Chewie. Yeah. So let's give him something, last, like, a last thing to do in the movie, you know? Yeah. So I, I would prefer to think of it as that instead of just, like, oh, Jana's, like, his grandkid or his, his kid or whatever. Because I think, it's I think just, it's like, a, I think it's... Everybody ambi- doesn't have to be somebody's kid. I know. It's ambiguous enough where you don't... You can read into that whatever you want and and yeah again the bloodline thing is fucking stupid it's so dumb it's so dumb it doesn't make any sense if the force is like all around us why would it matter what genetic <laughs> the material is all around us <laughs> <laughs> or whatever if the force is there why would it matter what genetic material you happen to have so go on and let it smoke <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
or alternatively, let it snoke, let it snoke. <laughs> He's just a clone in a vat of pickles. <laughs> pickle snoke. Um. <laughs> I would try pickled snoke. There's, I retweeted a, a great um, piece of art that is snoke pickles. I think I saw that, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Also, um, everyone that does happen to listen to this and has somehow not seen my tweets about it, um, you should go and watch Worthy, W-O-R-T-H-I-K-I-D-S, kids, uh, YouTube channel, because they posted <laughs> Palpatine's Journey, and they're the same person that animated um, part of the final Pam uh, bit from the first Monster Factory episode that's amazing and hilarious. Uh, so they, they animated something about Palpatine's journey, and it's literally brought me and Chris so much joy the past couple of days. We keep quoting it to each other. we watched it like ten times. It's very funny. Please watch it. <laughs> um, I, I think, honestly, like one of the best things about Star Wars is how you can make fun of it. Yeah, and that's so one many, of the, so I, many jokes. I love it. So I love jokes. making fun of Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I love the stories in Star Wars. I love me some Dr. Aphra. I love Rey, and I love Finn, and Poe grew on me in this movie. Uh, I love Rose. I have all of my action figures staring down lovingly at me right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have Padme, Dr. Aphra, Leia from Hoth. Um, I have Jaina Solo from the Extended Universe, who was one of the Solo's kids then. And Rose and Finn and Ray and Kylo, so they're beautiful and I love them. Yeah, and one That's thing you family. one thing you can say about this trilogy is it has really good characters. Yeah, Even which it, there are people that have said the opposite, but I say that it does have good characters and I love them. It's just it's just the writing is inconsistent. That's yeah. That's really what it is. And that it's just that was always going to be where it suffered from the very beginning. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, after all of this is said, like, I did like it. Yeah, it's a really, <laughs> like, it's a really fun movie. And yeah, I'm gonna I mean, be sad watching it again, like, after letting all the criticism soak in. And also just, like, thinking but, about it, and then, but also it's, I mean, I'm not, like, a huge, huge, huge Star Wars fan. Like, mm -hmm. I'm ne I was never obsessed with it. So I can just kind of appreciate the movies for what they are, which is, like, a fun romp and, like, not anything to take super seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it, I think on a repeat viewing, the flaws are going to pop out a lot more rather than when yeah. you're watching it for the first time. Because for the first time, it's, like, it's happening so fast, you're so excited. You're just it's trying like, to, like, keep up with everything. You're, and like, like, mainlining it, adrenaline. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's, like, just taking a big sniff of cocaine this movie and like <laughs> yeah and then after you're like oh no what did i do <laughs> yeah we, we were walking out choices. when we were walking out i was like trying not to be like too obvious about that i was still sniffling and crying uh -huh. and we walked out behind this couple like i assume i would say they were from 17 to 22 somewhere in there i don't know how old people are um but the girl was just like you're gonna just have to make me a list of everything I need to watch and I was like oh no <laughs> oh no get out <laughs> if you didn't like this one <laughs> I don't know what to tell you I yeah. mean like, also, if you didn't like this one you're probably gonna like some of the other ones better but also, also like, like the fact that this would be the first Star Wars movie you see is kind of like yeah how would, would you, you know that? what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah. like yeah, who was everybody what's happening I don't know what's happening 
Oh, also, there were a lot of moments, and I can't actually think of anything specifically right now, but where someone said something, and I was like, that's not true. Like, that didn't... What? Like, there there, there were parts where they said stuff that's, like, directly in opposition to other things that are established in canon, so JJ just, like, forgot, or, like, didn't care. Like, what? And can you think of anything, or...? The only thing that I can think of right now... There was something that Finn said at one point, and I don't remember what it was, but the only thing that I can think of right now, because, like, it's been talked about, is um, when the Stormtroopers have jetpacks, and there's that whole bit where they're like, they fly now, and they, they had that, like, promo out, and I didn't like it then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't think it was that funny, but, uh, like, in in the interviews, they asked, like, oh, what was one of your favorite parts, and... and Oscar Isaac said that, and John Boyega's like, oh, come on, he forgot. They've they've been flying. They've been flying since Clone Wars. And that was one of the things that I was like, yeah, dude, they've had jetpacks. Like, a lot of them have had jetpacks. Um, but there was a couple other times, too, where I was like, that's just not, like, something that's been established before. Like, that's, you're, like, completely... Just going off the rails, JJ. Yeah. And, again, like, also with Poe being a spice runner... Um, you just, just yeah. for no reason. <laughs> it seems weird that they kind of just let the directors do whatever they want with a yeah. franchise like this. Especially interesting. seeing as every single other movie that, like, a Star Wars story movie, they've fired people off of. Yeah. It's, like, they it's fired odd. the guys off Solo, they pretty much fired Gareth Edwards on Rogue One, and they brought in somebody else, and they were like, you can still have your name on it as long as you don't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they did a bunch of reshoots on that, they did a bunch of reshoots on Solo. Um, is there seen, another one? Yeah, also? I, st I still haven't seen Solo, I don't really have much of an interest in it. Though Donald Glover, great casting for Lando. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Actually, I honestly didn't hate it. It's, like, I haven't watched it again. They introduce the first female black woman in Star Wars and then kill her like 20 minutes later. Great. So that sucks. Um, but I, besides that, it was kind of like a heist slash Western movie almost. Um, and I, I, I liked it. I think that the guy that they had, um, Alden, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but the, the guy that they cast is Harrison Ford. They did him so dirty in the promotional materials because I think that he was actually really good in the movie. Oh, that's good. Um, like, surprisingly so. I actually really liked him in the movie uh, after not thinking that I was going to at all. And Amelia Clark was good. I mean, she's always her, you know? Yeah, so, like, yeah. whether you like what she does or not, that's she's, she's serving about the same amount in that movie. Um, yeah, it, it's not terrible, but it's... There's dumb parts in that, too, like, and there's a lot of parts where you can tell that maybe it was going to be a better movie, and they were too scared of what it was going to be, so that's why they fired the first guys. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I also feel we're going to soon get into oversaturation of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. We might already be there, honestly. I think that we've been there for a lot of people, and I think that part of the reason is because they've mishandled the trilogy so bad, and have been, like, not getting it right with the the one-offs. Yeah. But because they, the they, universe... They, they hit the jackpot with Baby Yoda, though. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> Everyone says The Mandalorian is so good. I haven't seen it yet because I don't have Disney+, Plus, and I'm still trying to figure out, like, how do I not give them any more money but still watch the show <laughs> and not pirate because I don't do that anymore. I've... I've uh, 
I mean, I never did if that. If the FBI is listening, we don't we don't pirate. I never. I don't even know what that is. I, I, I legit <laughs> though. I haven't pirated stuff in a very long time because it's not as easy anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> it that's used to be the, very easy to do it. That was the good thing about everything becoming like streaming because it made it so much easier to just actually do that yeah you know but now they're like kind of making it harder again so i think that people are turning to it again i don't want to i have i'm I an adult either. i have money now i want also, to be able to I support people with my money that and but also I, I i'm a snob and i need hd quality yeah i need it i need to be able to watch it on my big screen tv it needs yeah. to be a really nice picture or i don't want to watch it unless i'm really desperate <laughs> Yeah, I I feel the same now because it's like you're just so accustomed to it these days. Yeah. And as far as Rogue One goes, I actually didn't like it except for like a couple scenes. Same. Because I didn't like the main character. She didn't like, she was so passive. She was like barely mm-hmm. a character. And also I hate the actress who plays her and I don't know why. I just want, <laughs> no. every time I see her, I want to punch her in the face. And Poor I, Felicity. I just, she, I don't know why. I have no reason. I just, I, I just don't like her face. And I like her. I haven't really ever seen her in anything else, but I liked her. Um, but I, I think the idea behind Rogue One was really cool. And obviously, see, the Vader fight sequence was obviously incredible. Ugh, I have something to say about that one. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked and didn't like Rogue One. I liked the characters, but it, like, I just, none of them get to do enough. And I know yeah. that that movie suffered from a lot of reshoots as well. So I just feel like none of the characters were fully realized. Like, no. I liked the potential of Jyn or so, but then, you know, I feel like so much of it was still suffering, like, both of these one-offs. And I feel like I'm missing something, but I there hasn't been another one, right? I don't no, know. No, there hasn't. Um, I feel like it suffers so much from trying to fit into the original material instead of just being its own to be its own. Yeah. So, like, having the whole Death Star thing and, like, needing to fill that supposed plot hole, like, it just doesn't really work well, for me. I don't even And really... I think the characters suffer and the story suffers. Yeah, the, the characters didn't get to breathe and I didn't get to connect to any of them. But I do think there is something to the idea of exploring the people who led to the Death Star being destroyed. Not as a plot hole kind of thing, but just as a story on its own. But I feel like the movie just fell flat for me way too yeah. much. And it's a war movie, basically. Like, the, the one-offs have been, like, genre movies in the Star Wars universe, and that one is a war movie, and I don't like war movies. Yeah. Like, I've seen it twice, and I'm like, you know, it's it's fine, but then I, I it also, also is, like, a lot to get through. <laughs> I also liked my boy Maz, because he's the best. Who? <laughs> Maz Nicholson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said Maz, and I was like, um... What? <laughs> I might have misspoke when I said she's, his name. She not, she's not in that one. Um. Um. But yeah, so it's just interesting to me too. Like, it seems like everyone hates all the movies except the first two. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've noticed that too, and I'm like, if you hate literally all of them, like maybe you just don't like Star Wars, or they only like maybe stuff like Clone Wars. And yeah, the like you like two. You like two movies in a in a cartoon show. You don't like the franchise, or you like the idea of Star Wars. Yeah, or, like, the extended universe stuff, which, again, okay, I don't know why they didn't use more of the extended universe stuff to go off of, because they did take portions of it for the new trilogy. Like, Kylo being bad is basically, like, he is um, 
Han and Leia's kid from the extended universe. They had three kids. Two of they had Jaina and Jason, and then I think they had a little Anakin. And I can't. I think that Jason is the one that was bad. I was gonna say they made Anakin turn out to be the bad one. I'd be like, that's your fault for naming him Anakin. I'm sorry. I think he (laughs) might. I think he might die, and I think that's maybe the reason why the twins both have like conflicts with the dark side. But I don't actually. I never read any of it. I had like the visual dictionary, and I was obsessed with Jaina Solo. (laughs) <laughs> but I haven't actually read any of that, and I, I kind of want to. Like, I kind of want to see if my library has it, and I'm just going to start devouring, like, all of the Star Wars content possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know why they didn't draw more from that. Like, again, because, like, oh, we can't, like, draw from that and do spoilers, or maybe they had to, like, pay out... I was going to say, it might have to do with money. ...to the authors, but, like, they own all of Lucasfilm, so I think they just own all of all of it well it might, it might they, be it might be they, a weird kind of legal copyright situation yeah because they they own um they have legends which is like their bits of the eu that they said that these are the ones that we're going to consider to be in a different canon to the sequel trilogy canon but it is still in the disney canon <laughs> it's so is, confusing <laughs> it is very confusing um but yeah, I, I don't know. There, I was getting really worried during the promotion for this where they just kept releasing TV spots because I think that they were seeing that maybe not enough people were buying tickets. Like, they wanted more people to buy tickets, so they were like, we need to release more promotional material. And then there were reshoots at some point, and I think that people got worried about that. And they were apparently editing, like, up to the wire. <laughs> Um, like, I, there was some interview with, like, JJ, I think, in October, like, the end of October, maybe, and he was like, yeah, we're still working on it, um, which is Yikes. O- obvious <laughs> in certain points. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, the cast changing their tune so much where, you know, some of them had expressed, I think, a little bit of distaste at The Last Jedi and where their characters had gone beforehand, but then they kind of, like, all full on went shade at Ryan Johnson. Ooh. And just disrespectful. They also started like Oscar Isaac was like, Yeah, I wish they could have been boyfriends, but they're just not. Like before the movie even came out. So they were like, Don't go into it expecting that shit, you know? And like John Boyega on Twitter months ago, like ages ago. Uh, made a comment that uh, like Finn had moved on from Ray or something like to something a, a, a fan had replied and he was like nah he's moved on from her and so there was like a lot of stuff like that and then the whole like him leaving the script in his hotel room or whatever and people like lost their minds about that because they were like being shitty to him and then it was like he had to like take all the flack for it and I'm, uh, on one hand I'm like was it actually him or is it again like he's like their good boy relatable boy that they like have him take the flack because yeah. there was like an interview with JJ and he's like oh I I want to say who it is and that just struck me as like <laughs> calm the fuck down <laughs> you know <laughs> like I don't know every time I see a, an interview with him he just seems so deeply unpleasant so I don't know like maybe that's just me like 
projecting stuff onto him too but like he just seems like he's never like happy to be there uh <laughs> i mean maybe he just hates doing promo tours maybe I mean, yeah it doesn't seem like a fun thing to do no it doesn't but and, and they also had um Kelly Marie Tran doing all the promo, and then she's in it for a minute and a half. Yeah, that just. Uh, I mean, yeah, at least she, at least she got her paycheck. You know. Yeah, she was saying, you know, like, oh, I'm excited to have these scenes with with Daisy and everything, and then none of that happened. And then afterwards, they were like asking everybody, um, like, if they were satisfied with their character arcs, and she just laughs and literally. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and that. she's like, the the Amelia Clark thing. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. <laughs> Um, and she is like, yeah, I think everyone's going to be really satisfied. And that's been their, like, that's been their go-to term this entire time is like, oh, it's going to be really satisfying. I think everyone's going to be really satisfied. Like, they're going to address this and they're going to address that and everything's going to be really satisfying. And I, like, I knew from them all getting that, like, PR thing, just like whatever they were all saying during The Last Jedi where they were, like, you know, uh, disguising their distaste or whatever. And then I think also Daisy said at the premiere, like at the, the first screening where they showed everyone for the first time, she just like went out to her car and cried. Oh. <laughs> and like she's, you know, said before, like people were reading into her crying about um, finding out that JJ was back on as the director. And they were like, oh, see, that means that she hated Ryan. And it's like she probably was just really happy that some other rando dude wasn't coming in for a third yeah, time. Yeah. Because like, it wasn't Colin like she Trevorrow. she knows JJ at least. And she's yeah. worked with him before. And like she, you know, she said like, I just cry about everything. So like people read into things and like you don't know these people. Like you can't know what they're actually thinking and like what their reasoning for their emotions are. Like people they have to be professional. For, people can cry for any reason. Yeah. Like it's, it's not. Yeah. Everyone projects. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. There's a lot of projections. There's, I think, a lot of truth to some of it. And that we're going to see in the coming year or two, like, a lot more behind-the-scenes drama come out, maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably. Unless Disney just locks it up super, super tight. But there's already been so much of it just around the release of the movie. So I, I can only imagine what else is going to turn up. Yeah. Um, which is just such a fucking bummer, because it just could have... It could have been so different, you know? Yeah. And I feel like... I don't know. There's something else I was going to say about, like, how people interpret the actors and stuff, but... I, oh, I was just going to say, like, I feel like Daisy Ridley's just going to be fucking done after this. Like, oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like she's probably... We're not going to see her in anything she's gonna, for she's, a long time. She's going to do... In, she's going to go... I would love to see her go full Robert Pattinson and just, yeah. like, do weird indie movies. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she's had so much hate and so much flack and so have, like, pretty much all of the women involved in this yeah and that's series. what makes and John Boyega too like has what, had so much yeah. pushback against him and like, it's like it's so strange to me that like it's so like so many of the fans of Star Wars are like racist white boys it's like the people who think that like the Colbert report was like serious and Colbert <laughs> was like really a conservative it feels like that it's like you guys are like <laughs> missing the point <laughs> yeah like, it's so crazy and, like, and that they just have such vitriol for, like, 
the actors themselves that are just doing what they're told. Yeah, like, they're just doing they, a job. They're not actually the characters. The fact that there are still people in this day and age who can't separate actors from characters is, like, terrifying to me. I can yeah. understand it more in, like, the days of old when, like, movies were still new and, like, people didn't really get it. But, like, it's, it's yeah. almost 2020 and people are still doing it. And it's, like, crazy to me. It's it crazy. It is. It's sad. Like, and they've ruined so many people's lives that have worked on these movies like the um i'm blanking on his name right now but little little anakin oh uh, jake jake lloyd Lloyd. yeah Yeah. his fucking they ruined that kid and jar jar um fuck i can't remember his name he's gonna get had he's gonna have a disney plus show which i'm like get that money but also i'm surprised that he's said yes, you know, after everything. Ahmed Best? Is that his name? I don't know. I have no idea. Hold on, I'm gonna have to, I need to look it up because I don't want to do him a disservice. Yeah, Ahmed Ahmed Best is uh, Jar Jar Binks. Um, And I hope that I'm saying it right. Um, But they, you know, he was like, I was at the point of like, like, wanting to kill myself because people hated my character so much and like George Lucas had him play the character the way he did and that was a whole that's a whole problematic thing in itself yeah but he's just an actor doing a job like yeah you don't especially if you're not like super duper famous or you're not like a producer on the project you don't really have a whole lot of say and what yeah. goes down like you can't control what your character does you can't control the story you have to do what the director tells you yeah. And I guess, again, unless you're someone who has, like, a shit ton of clout, like you're Brad Pitt or something, mm-hmm. then you can't really do anything about it. You're just there to do your job, and that's it. Like, people don't understand that, like, actors don't really have a ton of control most of the time over the projects they're in. Yeah. They're just there to do the emotional truth of the scene, memorize their mm-hmm. lines, perform, and that's it. And it just sucks that they, like the actors in this trilogy are also having the same treatment as, as in the prequels. Because people are fucking crazy. They yeah. just, people just, everyone needs to take a nap. <laughs> everyone needs to calm also, down. Also, I honestly think that a, a, a lot of um, the back and forth and the not knowing what they wanted to do issues with this one where it's like trying to satisfy all the shippers too much. Listen, because there were so many, like, the, I feel like so much of the fandom was kept going by like the Raylos and like people that were into um Storm Pilot and like that was never gonna happen. Like Finn and Poe, I'm sorry, Listen. but it was never gonna happen because back in the day Lucasfilm was like, How dare you make a fanzine about Luke and Han being gay or whatever? We're coming for you. Like they have always absolutely and also, hated it. It's Disney. Yeah. And people got People also got, like, a, the two-second uh, lesbian kiss in the movie, mm-hmm. and it got cut in uh, Singapore, and people got pissed off about that, and it's like... Well, you knew it was gonna get cut. It That's... was gonna get cut, and then... Like, like I, I mean, I understand... that part was cute. It's absolutely not representation. It's, it's just not. It's just like... But it's That's something. Like something I would expect to see, just, like, in my daily life. Yeah. So it's just like, I just thought it was cute and nice that it was in there, but it's definitely not in place of any sort of actual no. representation. No, like, it would, like, of course it would have been better to have actual representation, uh, but I feel, and I, I can understand how people might feel like it's a slap in the face, but let's, like, 
even putting aside the whole politics of it, there mm-hmm. wasn't enough setup for Finpo. I'm sorry. I kind of agree. There just was. They did have <laughs> chemistry. The actors had chemistry, and they could have. They did. They could have had. They could have done something with it for sure. But there wasn't enough setup for it. There wasn't. There was... It would have come out of absolutely fucking nowhere. Honestly, yeah. you know. Pretty much, I want to say all of the potential ships didn't have enough setup and could have come out of nowhere because, again, the this trilogy was not really about the romance. They weren't trying to set it up for that. They didn't attempt to set it up for that. They wanted to have their cake and eat it too and keep the fans that were into these ships like placid or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they didn't want to have to like actually commit to any one of them. And this is the whole thing too because... Because they didn't even commit to Raylo, you know? <laughs> they didn't commit to Raylo. And also like... This might be, like, old-school fandom talking, but I don't... Unless, like, it's something where it, like, clearly should be canon and there's, like, so much subtext and it's so much building up to it and it doesn't happen because of political reasons. That I can understand getting pissed off about because I've gone pissed off about that before. <laughs> Sherlock. But, um... Yeah. But, like, wh- wh- why can't you... I don't understand why people can't just have fun shipping something but and it has to be canon. I don't really understand why it needs to be canon or yeah, it's like I not valid or you can't totally have fun shipping agree. something. Like I feel like back in the old days of Live Journal, like I shipped everything and everyone in Heroes. <laughs> Did I expect any of it to happen? No. Yeah. But I It's fun to explore those relationships and the I feel like a lot of people also like delve so much into exploring different types of people and different types of relationship in their writing because they like to write about that stuff and I yeah. think that's one of the the great services that like the great reasons for 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 doing that and caring about it yeah and you don't need it to be actually in the source material like would it have been nice for any of them to have happened and there to have been some romance yeah I would yeah. not have minded it I loved even though looking back on it as like not an eight-year-old, the the romance between Anakin and Padme is super stunted and weird, and the dialogue is creepy, and all that shit. Like I was fucking into it when I was a kid. I was like, I think that that might have been like my sexual awakening, honestly. Like I know, I know that I've talked about Charlie's Angel, and that and that came like maybe a year or two after, but like I think that that was the first time. Besides, I don't, I see, I don't know, like, the timeline, because there was also a book series or two where I was like, these characters should get together. Yeah. Um, so I think it was all kind of along the same, same lines, but I think that Attack of the Clones, I was like, oh, I like this. They are nice and they kiss. It's so good, so good. I like it. It's, it's nice. They're pretty. <laughs> it's, I, I want to pet them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know. That's my, like, child voice of oh, me, yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like I, you know, it's, there's a lot of weird, bad things in Star Wars that you don't realize are weird and bad until you go back and look at it, but you still like it and it's okay. Yeah. And yeah. I'm still going to like this trilogy. I'm still, I'm going to fucking buy the Blu-ray. I'm going to watch all of the deleted scenes and I'm going to riot if like all of the ones that I'm expecting aren't there. <laughs> I mean, if, if there is like an alternate ending... I doubt there better will, be. That I I don't think they would put on the DVD to be honest. There fucking better be. I think that they filmed multiple endings. Oh, that's another one that I was gonna say. Um, there was talk of there being a skeleton crew and Daisy and Adam on a desert planet that didn't look like where their first confrontation is. So they 
are thinking that uh, they originally were supposed to be on Tatooine together, which it also doesn't make any sense for them to be on Tatooine. No, it really. doesn't. Like, no. it doesn't really. It doesn't make sense. It's just... I still was, like, emotional about the binary sunset and her being there and her seeing them and her new lightsaber, like, all of that. It still, like, got me in the feels, even <laughs> though I was like, this doesn't really make sense. But it still got me. So it's, like, it's so hard because it's, like, I can clearly see myself being manipulated and, like, these are hitting works. all the right beats, and it's working for me right now, but then when you, like, delve into it more, it's, like, hollow, and it doesn't it doesn't fulfill what you thought it was going to, uh, which is kind of just, like, where I'm at in my life right now, so it's really, like, a good <laughs> metaphor. That, that's how we end 2019, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just hoping that the next year is better. I feel like so many things ended this year that were, like, they went down poorly, Game of Thrones did end this year, yeah, right? It was Game that last of Thrones, year. Yeah, no, it, that was this year. It was earlier this God, year. It feels so long ago. It, do, it Listen, this is, like, it feels like, whoa, 2019's almost over, but then when you think about, like, Us was released the beginning of 2019. It's like, it's like, that wasn't, it's like, that feels like it was three years ago. Like, yeah, this year it has literally felt like three years, and like I was saying, a couple, the months when I was not feeling well, each of those weeks felt like three weeks each. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I have not been of a sane mind a lot lately. Uh so, you know, I I'm blaming any anything you guys didn't like me saying in this podcast, I'm gonna blame it on that cuz sure. <laughs> I lost some fucking brain cells, my dude. And also, like Also, we were gonna do a little shop of horrors, but my DVD player wasn't working and I was yeah. like, I'm not paying to watch a movie I own. So, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was fine. Um Here's my review of it. I didn't watch it very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly... So it wouldn't have I, been a good episode anyway. Yeah, like, I don't think there's that much to discuss about Little Shop of Horror, so no, it was for really. the best. It was for the best. But yeah, yeah. so from going forward, we're just going to do whatever movie we feel like doing, uh, whether it's something we've both seen or something that's just come out or whatever go back through all of the star wars movies and talk about them all again oh my god all right if we're gonna <laughs> no, do that we're not gonna do that we'll, if we we'll space it out if we do that yeah. uh, but, um it'll just but, be like whatever we feel like watching yeah because like one of your things was like you kind of seen all the movies you haven't seen that you wanted to see because we've been doing this for like over two years now yeah and so like the ones that i haven't watched i just don't really care about at like, this point like, for the most part yeah, like, The Godfather is a lot. Yeah, I don't really care, <laughs> you know? Like, there's a reason why I haven't watched any of them. And like I've said so many times before, I don't need a movie to be good. I just want to have fun watching it because I have I have such limited attention span for movies for whatever reason. Also, life sucks, so yeah, let's just forget about it. Yeah, and I don't want to watch it. sad shit either. Like, I, I, there's so many things that I want to watch and I'm just like, I can't, I don't have... I am not in the emotional headspace to receive information that yeah, could possibly like, hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, we started watching Sharp Objects, and this is, like, in the middle of me having, like, mental fucking yeah. breakdowns, like, all the time, and I'm like, okay, well, this is not the show. I knew this wasn't the show to watch, and, yeah, I mean... It's like, yeah, if you've read the book, you know Sharp Objects is heavy shit. Like, I... I yeah. It is an extremely good show. I, I've, so far, I've still only gone through three episodes, and, like, I can't... Like, I watch one episode, have, and I'm, like, just, like, wrecked. <laughs> yeah, we have one left. Honestly, I didn't... I wasn't actually having that hard of a time until, I think, like, episode four or something. And it's, like, the, the obvious thing that, uh... 
that always bothers me is like the the self-harm stuff yeah um, that like triggers me really bad but i mean that the whole show is about that but there's like more visceral stuff in that one episode um that was more upsetting to me um and then just uh, everything else that I was dealing with as well. Like, I started a, an antidepressant, and it gave me such severe insomnia that I maybe slept 10 hours in an entire week, and it wasn't, like, good sleep. It was, like, shallow sleep, and then I would wake up, and I felt like my brain was on fire, and I was going insane, and I couldn't function. So I definitely lost brain cells. It was not a fun time. I also had the worst head cold that I've had in a really long time on top of that, uh, so I could not get better from being sick because I couldn't sleep. And I couldn't sleep because I was sick and because I was on this medicine. And I every night I had to take it just being like, all right. And then I switched to the morning and it still didn't help. Uh, and it was like, I felt like I was, you know, poisoning myself every time I was taking this medicine. So, <laughs> Yeah, so if you've been wondering why we haven't been around the last couple months, that's why. Yeah, and so far, um, the, the, the one that they switched me to wasn't going super amazing at first. No insomnia, but uh, now it's had a while to sit in and... So far, I feel better this yeah. past yeah. My, two weeks. Yeah, my mom's, food poisoning. my mom's on the same stuff you are. And when I told her you were having a lot of problems with it, she was very surprised. Was oh, like, well, they switched me. They switched no, me. No, the, the first thing one. the first thing you were on was what yeah. she was on. Yeah. Yeah. And. Well, that's it, what they told I, me. Like, people don't have side effects usually on this one. But, bitch, it's me. Yeah. You're, <laughs> just, you're just special that way. Yep. <laughs> I should be on anti-anxiety meds, but I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, see, I my don't anxiety know if hasn't really been helping me bad. for anxiety yet, but... Yeah, because my, my, during the summer, my anxiety was extremely bad. I was also, like, a crazy person this summer. <laughs> I was just like, you, I, you, you've read the text, Lita. I was just, like, nuts. <laughs> I was just having temper tantrums over nothing. It was, it was just really bad, and I eventually just kind of calmed down on my own. But yeah, I'm still like, hey, yay, phases. my life is aimless and pointless. Woohoo, 2020. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I mean, that's how I'm feeling too. Honestly, yeah. 2020 is going to be a good year. We have to, we have to go Chaotic. into 2020. We have to actualize it. We have to stay positive. We got to make good things happen. We got to try new things. We got to make new friends. We got to go new places. I don't know. We Something's got to give, right? Yeah, we got to get mean, Trump out of office. Ugh, please. And if we don't, we're all going to revolt. Like, if he gets reelected, we need to have a revolution. We and do, but we won't me. because the American people are too lazy to have a revolution. They're too slightly comfortable. Yeah. And they don't know that they can be much more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get it. <laughs> yeah. We just need to get the bad people out of there, that's all. Um... Yeah. And replace them with just, you know, ineffective Democrats who will corrupt out to Republicans and everything. So anyway. <laughs> well, if we impeach Trump, we'll just find out that someone was pulling the strings all along and he's just a clone. And uh, it's actually Ronald Reagan back from the dead. No! The dead speak. He shoots lightning bolts out of his hands. I feel like, well, that's a fucking plot twist. I didn't see coming. <laughs> I am all the voices you've felt inside your head. I'm Reagan. I'm Nixon. I'm all the other bad ones. Bush. Both Bush. Both the Bushes. <laughs> they're actually the same person. Yeah, they're, yeah. Um, wh- who's the, who's the small <laughs> child? Ross Perot? Tr- no, of the Trump family. Uh, the Baron. Baron he's, Trump? He's gotta be our Ray. He's gotta save us. <laughs> <laughs> 
God. That's why they don't want us to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> he's on Jakku. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> he's not on Jakku. Oh, my God, that part. <laughs> like, okay, I believe you. She's not on Jakku. <laughs> Also, I like how Matt Smith was supposed to be in this movie. Like, it was announced at some point, like, oh, Matt Smith is probably going to be in this movie, and then he definitely wasn't, and he never confirmed it, so I don't know if they, like, filmed something and cut him, or if that was just never actually happening. It might have just been, like, something they tossed around, and then it got leaked. Yeah. uh... I was fully expecting him to either be, like, a Knight of Ren, or, like, some sort of challenger to Kylo, or, like, Ray's dad. Or, like, a Daniel Craig cameo kind of thing. Yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been our longest episode yet. Yeah. Oh, also, I liked when Hayden Christensen did a voice for uh, Ray, when all the Jedi were with her. That was really good. That part made me cry as well. Oh, yeah, Um, speaking of that, though, just really quick, I like how Anakin just wasn't didn't force ghosts at any point for Kylo during this. Yeah, that was Kylo weird, being like, I, I want to f- be like my grandpa, and, and he never shows be like, listen, no, don't. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that should have happened. I'm also really surprised that like they got everybody to do the voices because I think that they're, except obviously Alec Guinness, I think that they were all just them doing the voices like for this movie. I don't think that they took already recorded dialogue or anything like that yeah. and I, I feel like Hayden Christensen has been doing more stuff with Star Wars lately where he like kind of hadn't for a while and he seems like he's like doing better yeah I, lately yeah. which is good I, I always feel bad when people make fun of his acting but it was pretty bad for most of it though I honestly but that's not think... entirely his fault because George Lucas was not a good director because Natalie Portman no. also sucked in some of those movies and she's a yeah, good actress. <laughs> doesn't she have an Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, so... She has I an mean, Oscar for Best Actress. So. Doesn't Ewan McGregor as well? Yeah, Ewan McGregor did his best with those. I th- I'd say he was one of the better actors. But yeah. Natalie Portman I... got way worse dialogue than he did, especially in Revenge of the Sith, so... yeah. I would argue that there are parts of Hayden Christensen's performance that I think are really yeah, there, well and really effective. There like, are some, but I feel like he didn't know what to do with, like, the really bad lines. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And some actors, but I think, some actors, like, they do just need good direction and then they're really great, but if you just kind of, like, let them do, like, two takes and don't say anything to them, then they're not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, like, what you're saying doesn't really, like, make sense. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But, um, Yeah. So, thank you for our special edition. Um, thank you for letting me just kind of, like, take over the entire episode, Jackie. Yeah. No, I, I knew I knew this was going to be your episode. I was fine with it. <laughs> it's my episode. It's your time. <laughs> yeah. Also, we never introduced ourselves, but you guys know who the fuck we are. So. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do that anymore, though, don't we? Uh, I Because we remember. just do the theme music, and then we start. That's what... I don't know. We started doing that we, last year. It's been a while. It's been a while. We got super lazy. We were like, uh, let's go from bi-weekly to just once a month, and then we're like, uh, let's not introduce ourselves well, no, anymore. We decided to not introduce ourselves, because sometimes we get too far into it, and it's awkward when we're suddenly yeah. like, uh, hi, I'm Jackie. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so yeah, if anyone is going to still listen to this after we've been gone for so long, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. And you can, if you don't already follow us, follow us on Twitter at YWT podcast. And please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Please. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you didn't like the podcast before, maybe the new format will make you like us, and then you'll finally want to rate us. <laughs> yeah, if you if you liked our if you like our opinions about Star Wars, give us a five star rating. I feel like I'm pretty fair. Like I feel like yeah, I, we... I'm, I'm very qualifying to many arguments, and I can see pretty much everybody's side. Yeah. To the arguments, we're except not, for the racist ones. Well, yeah. We're not trying... We, if you're racist, don't listen to our podcast, but... Yeah, um, just don't. We don't want you here. Yeah. And, yeah, we were very fair. Because, like, I think taking an extreme on either side isn't the correct way to go about things. Because even, like, nothing is perfect. Yeah. Even my very favorite stuff I have criticisms of. Like, I, I have criticisms of, say, Mad Men, my favorite yeah. show of all time. Well, I mean, like, I still... I haven't really actively participated in anything Harry Potter related in years, but I still am gonna like Harry Potter and what it meant to me as a kid yeah, forever. It, yeah. But J.K. Rowling and her turf shit can't take that away from me. Yeah, I also have a very complicated like I don't I don't rewatch Woody Allen's stuff anymore because oh, yeah. his his shit is beyond the pale. But like yeah, so that stuff's been tainted. But I can't deny the effect. And influence he had on me as a as a young artist in film school. Um, <laughs> I did my final paper on Annie Hall, but um, it's just nothing's perfect. But not usually things aren't all bad either. So yeah, nothing's perfect. Nothing lasts forever. Everything's temporary. Everything's gonna get better. And Everything's gonna get worse, and then it's gonna get better again. And just life goes on. And maybe if you didn't like the Star Wars movie, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe you might the next like, decade is going to bring I all kinds like, of new original stuff for us all to be super excited about. Yeah. I mean, franchises are the whole... Like, the Knives <laughs> Out did really well, though. So Yeah, it hit 100 million. Yeah, um, so you never know, man. I think yeah. I'm so happy it did well. <laughs> it's It was it was so good. Ugh. It was really good. <laughs> I need to go see it again. All right, so thanks again for listening. I'm Jackie. I'm Lita, and this is Why Haven't You Watched That Special Edition.